everyone, and welcome back to the Kick to the Crotch podcast. And uh, we are joined once again by Tom Davey. It has been a little while since Tom has been on, and we've been looking back into uh, the past of a few that weren't released of our podcasts. Uh, But this one, we have just brought Tom back because it was the obvious person to do a film review. Now, this is a film review that is somewhat out of date. I'm well aware. However, during lockdown, it seems that I've been looking at my YouTube and pretty much everyone has done a review of these of this uh, film series. So fuck it, we're going to do the same thing. Um, it is reviewing the John Wick films. Um, we're going to do it in a podcast style, so it's not going to be a straight review. We're just going to be talking about it um, and, and how it works and everything like that. With the experience that Tom has, um, obviously, in... Um, you know, film, TV, that kind of how it would work in reality, the differences between having to punch and kick in certain ways and having to do certain moves in certain ways, which obviously are exacerbated for the purposes of filming. Um, but we'll have a discussion about that. Um, we won't do this all as one. We're literally going to do um, John Wick uh, part one, John Wick chapter two, and then John Wick uh, chapter three Parabellum. We're going to do them in three separate podcasts. So not too sure how long these will be, but we could get into a lot of different stuff around it. So how are you doing, Tom? Yeah, not too bad. Good, good, I good. Like that's my standard answer every time is not too bad. <laughs> I blame my instructor for that entirely. <laughs> Him and his Fair Scottishisms. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to have a look at uh, John Wick. I mean, we've, we've talked about this before. Um, mm-hmm. about a few I mean, who hasn't <laughs> yeah I mean I think it seems to be a favorite uh, amongst many martial artists um, along with things like the raid and, and those kind of ones um, and anybody watching um, any watching or if you're listening along it won't work as well but every now and again I'm going to throw up a scene that we may be talking about Unfortunately, the way I wanted to record it doesn't let me do it. So I'm going to be doing it separately. So I will throw it up every now and again so you can see what we're talking about. It won't be constant, but there will occasionally be a scene that goes up. Um, but I think that the thing was is that as much as, um, as much as it was massively unrealistic, it was also realistic. Yeah, it's kind of one of those, um, it's both column A and B at the same time. So it's very mm. stylized, very Hollywood, but also has an awful lot of, practical and realistic backing to a lot of the stuff that's in it yeah so i mean I th- I it's, believe- no, it's a nice mix it- yes i mean when they did it it was the, the the directors were uh the stunt men from the matrix films yep uh so of course they uh, have one of martial arts Keanu's stunt double <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and so they, they of course have have martial arts background they have stunt work backgrounds so they work a lot and keanu reeves is is known for um for his dedication to this stuff like uh, he, he some people take the piss i mean i'm sure i've taken the piss out of him for being very wooden but he's dedicated he will do the work like he is he's basically he is he's earned effectively his black belt in several of these things now it's just oh, that yeah. i don't think he legitimately trains in any of them except for bjj potentially um but for this film i know they specifically Did said you- they uh, wanted him to change what he'd he'd learned because I think in the original Matrix films, he'd done like Kung Fu and things and karate and stuff. Yeah, but he for did this. He did a mix of um, standard stage combat, a bit of yeah. Kung Fu under uh, Yen Ping, and a few other bits here and there to add some spice to it. But yeah, and then I don't this think time... he formally trained grading, way, grading wise up. No, but then this time he was doing uh, judo and jujitsu mainly. <laughs> um, for for his things and you can see in the throws the second he throws someone you're like okay there's there's just no way that you can 
you have to have actually trained. And I think there's a, it's a big difference that people don't realize is you see, especially when a hip throw happens, I think that's yeah. where a lot of people don't see the difference because people see a hip throw and what most people see in their eyes is just someone being flung around. And it's like, no, <laughs> so like, there's, there's so much more going on. I mean, I, th- I believe in his house, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember back. I may have got this completely wrong because I am um, remembering it back from, I've watched it last night and I've watched it a few times. But he does things like Agoshi, which if you don't know, if you don't know um, what you're doing with that, it can look a fucking mess. Um, and people don't recognize it because it is a hip throw. But it's so cleanly done that there's just no way someone who hasn't trained in it or done a lot of work in it could do it. There's just no way. There's, no. It's not one of those. There's, there's simple moves. Like if you did karate katas, you can do that in choreography. People can do it. Yep. But not with something like that. You just, there's no way to choreograph it that they would work. It just, it, it's not possible. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I mean, it can actually be done. <laughs> there are ways to trick it. Everything involving fight work in Hollywood, there are ways to trick things. Yeah, but I suppose, I suppose usually the simplest result is just to get hold of the stunt going from him. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you say that there's, there's ways of doing it, I think, is it when you when you have to do it in a certain way is that camera trickery or the or the person that's doing it just not actually being the person that it's meant to be um a couple of there's a couple of options actually uh, so there's clever camera trickery so it can go from a shot from being directly in front of the person to cutting to behind them so you can be basically going for and losing it that's my phone going off shut <laughs> up it's my alarm going off telling me i've got i would have training if we weren't in a lockdown <laughs> <laughs> At some point throughout this year, I should have probably gone, ah, I can just ignore that and get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, so there are ways you can, like with camera tricking, you can cut small sections of like a milliseconds of a, an actual movement and then okay. just have someone falling around a person yeah. to do it. I mean, there are ways you can, you can do a full-on hip throw where the actor isn't throwing them or doing anything at all other than just supporting the person's weight by holding them up and basically the stunt guy or the fight performer or action performer is literally just effectively stepping over and then throwing a leg over to land on okay, the floor. Okay, so let, let me reword what I said then. So there are ways there to is... do it without actually doing it, but... Okay, so my, my, I'll reword how I said <laughs> that then. There is no way for you to do it in the way that it is shown in the film, Yeah, because there is none of that trickery and he, he is clearly being thrown. So yeah. in, in the way that it is in the film, there is no way of, of doing it unless yeah. that person strange. Yeah, the way that, because again, they, it's directed and the action was all directed by people who are fight performers, actors, and yeah. you know, stuntmen. So they know how to do stuff. They know what looks good on camera, what mm. sells on camera. So they know that, yeah, you, if you were doing it with an actor who didn't know how to do any of the stuff, they would have done what I've just said. And they've got yeah. someone who can't do it, a small cutaway somewhere, or they would have just done a small camera cha- angle change where they just get the camera to move around the person and skip a small bit of a half of movement. Yeah. <laughs> I think Scott Adkins has said himself um, for his part in that. It's just like I think he he watched it um, from his time in Bourne. I don't know if it was identity he was in, but he was one of them. Where he just uh, went that supremacy? camera angle doesn't work. <laughs> supremacy, I think. I don't know, but he was just like, yeah, that camera angle doesn't it work. The second I'm not or in the third, same yeah. place. Supremacy <laughs> onwards is where it kind of got a bit mm, yeah. fight worse. Um, and I think I think that that's the thing. That's probably why it's become so popular with martial artists because. We do look at it and go, 
like I just said, there's no way yeah. that that, yeah. that that is the person that's done yeah. that. That is a person getting cut away. being grabbed by the arm, yeah. poked over the shoulder onto the hip and thrown into the floor. Yeah. And that, that's that's the thing of when you just you can look at it because it's like, um, I think, uh, um, you know, advanced drivers can see when there's a different person doing it. And it's, it's the same thing because we're there just going that like the way that it's filmed, it's face on. It is there. We can see everything about it. They've not cut away. They've not shot. That is him. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we know he did something ridiculous like i think it was eight hours a day just for like six months of just break falling yeah which the fuck like anyone that's <laughs> anyone out there especially when you start like for let's assume keanu because i don't know entirely whether he he did but let's assume keanu had no background in break falling which is possible i think he did have some from have there's some. an awful lot of the, like the hong kong opera stuff they do very similar yeah, he to has the judo stuff. stuff. Yeah, they do very okay, similar so things to judo stuff. Some. So, and I think he did yeah. a bit of judo for Matrix as well. No, he wasn't allowed. Oh, was everything, he not? No, everything in um, uh, everything in John Wick had to be different to the Matrix. They they uh, made sure of it. They didn't they didn't want the ability to have a callback until they'd made sure that this film was itself. Okay. Um, so yeah, he might have had some. But if anyone out there. It, when no, you I'm, start... no, not me, Matrix. I'm thinking of Tai Chi Zero. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did a um, bit of judo because there's a judo throw hidden in there, and I was like, "That's not Tai Chi." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 couldn't work. Um, I mean, for, for when you're starting out in in judo or anything like that, and you're trying to do break falling, you you don't get it immediately. That will Months. fucking hurt. For, Months. For a, it takes people to learn actor, that stuff. For an actor to do that, to go through that, is incredible it is like i i i i was i was okay by the age of six and i started at four because obviously it was a bit harder because i was rolling badly because i was four and i wasn't paying attention but it took me like two years and you haven't got very young quite the fine motor skills aged four to go oh that's where my proprioception of my leg is (laughs) (laughs) so it, it was it was different of course because of my age but still it, it's not something you just go, oh, yeah, we're going to do this for a, um, a couple of months, for a couple of hours, um, like once a week, and then you're going to be fine. You won't. It's, no. He literally just went, no, eight hours a day, every single day for months. And you're yeah. like, that is, that's ridiculous. For, for an actor to do that, that isn't something. So to, to put in perspective, that isn't something that a martial artist would do. Um, unless you're, you have... A, Unless you have another employment as a fucking person that falls in films, Tom, before you say it. Um, if, you, hey, if you're someone like I Tom, went the opposite way round. <laughs> I started doing stuff in films because I could fall over. <laughs> but you, you wouldn't necessarily have just gone, you know what? I'm going to do nothing else except for brain break oh, no. for eight hours a day. Like, what in the name of God, Keanu? I mean, <laughs> again, the wrong person to ask because that's kind of exactly what I did when I started. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, again, it's, it's a very different. It's a very different, very different thing. Not, yeah. You just. I'm a lunatic who enjoys it. <laughs> but I mean, you wouldn't start like that was his starting point yeah. for judo. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like he did it and then did other things. It was basically no, no, you throw yourself at the yeah. floor. No, no, yeah. you don't get to, to grapple. Throw yourself at the floor. What? Yep. Like the fun bits of judo from when uh, when I was training as well is roll around on the ground and then throw yourself on the ground and then throw them on the ground. You have a bit more fun because you're doing all of it. And it doesn't feel that bad after you get to throw someone or you jump over things. Yeah. And 
that's that's Dep- the depending how depending how it's taught as well. Like, so if you make it fun and interesting, and you, you know, shake it up a bit, it also doesn't feel like you're doing a lot of exercise. Yeah, that's true. Which it really yeah. is because for half of the time you're fighting gravity for half of it. <laughs> yeah. And that's not the bit most people think of. It's the constantly getting back up again is the bit where you're fighting gravity. Falling over is the easy bit. I mean, simple, <laughs> simple uh, like fun things that uh, I know both me and you have done, which is throwing ourselves over people. It's not oh, yeah. something I've seen any training stuff for Keanu doing. There was none, there was none of the fun stuff for him. Like it wasn't no, it was just like, here's some mats, copy along. <laughs> Right, see you in three hours. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it's a very strange thing to get past. I think as well is that that first. I mean, I I've taught bloody courses doing just break well, yeah. so. <laughs> I mean, it's those first maybe one two lessons when you're being told throw yourself at the ground that you might go. I'm sorry, what? A, yeah, I don't want to. I Remember mean, this week you spent it. your entire life with your body and your brain saying, "Don't do this." <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, there's a weird thing that people think about the fact that um, if you throw yourself a hard surface, it will hurt. It won't if you if you are Relax. actually falling properly. Um, uh, I'm, I'm calling out the the couple of instructors in different martial arts that have said that to me. No, I have um, recently been in an entire long Instagram post, comp- uh, not uh, discussion. I'll put it uh, with someone going, "I but if you really fall over on concrete and you're not expecting, blah blah, it really hurts." It's like, well, no. If you just relax and go with it, I've done it. I've been hit by cars, not for work. Walked away fine. It will happen. If yeah, you I'm... know, I've been hit by walk away fine. Did I have any injuries? A graze on my knee on one occasion and a slightly sprained ankle from where my ankle well, just clipped the curb. Still walked away. Did anything literally... else? No. Well, I mean, is it Russia or, or China where that's literally uh, like a, a almost a business for some people is to be hit by cars so they can sue them? Yeah. You got to think about it. At loads they of places. do that yeah. constantly. Yeah. If it was something they couldn't recover from falling over, it wouldn't be something they keep doing. Like it is, it is possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very different. But yeah, certainly not something to start with. But I mean, I think the, the, the great thing about this is that it, it's outside of the martial art thing as well with John Wick. So to give an so idea. It's on in the background for me at the moment. And they're just oh, right. <laughs> been smashed with a baseball bat. <laughs> oh, to give an idea of what people, and this is a, a spoiler warning, although if you haven't seen it, you're probably not going to, but spoiler warning here. Um, because this is basically the reason for the for what everything that happens afterwards. So in this, um, unlike most martial arts kind of revenge films or, or assassin revenge films, it isn't the case that his wife has been killed. Because that's usually what happens. Wife's killed, family's killed, something like that. What's there is a very happened... specific website just dedicated to this. <laughs> yeah. this. With this one, it's very different. And actually, he calls back to it later on in the film where his wife has, has died off screen from from something from something terminal whatever um and there's the funeral and he's he's you know clearly grieving and then there's a little puppy that has been sent to him and with a note from his late wife saying you need something to love so i've got you this puppy basically and that's what it is him with a little puppy and then he goes um drives around in a uh, mustang that he has an old muscle car a russian the son of a russian mobster sees the car basically tries to uh, wants to buy it says something um stupid to him and keanu reeves's character john wick responds in russian which is what he says it in which confuses him at first and then pisses off they clearly have followed him that night they come back hit john wick with a load of baseball bats and kill the dog and they so they kill the little puppy the thing that has been 
has been mm -hmm. left to him by his late wife, has been bought by him. And then it slowly unfolds that John Wick is basically the most dangerous person on the fucking planet. He, he yep. was an assassin that wanted a way out, that found a way out and retired with his wife, had not been doing anything, had genuinely retired, was not yep. planning on being back. The whole film, he says, <laughs> I am not back. Like I'm, yeah. they're like, oh, you're I'm back retired. Then. I have, I'm retired. I'm not back. I'm not. And um, yeah, it slowly unfolds that this John Wick guy is someone that literally everyone is scared shitless of. Which actually, I don't know about you, but I found that, and actually, a really, the fact that everyone's scared of him was actually a really different take for me. Because in most of these kind of films, you get people that go, oh, well come on then we're, we're going to take you on the mob will always think yep. that they can take them on completely different in this film this film they all know who's coming they all know they're in trouble <laughs> and they're just defending themselves it's a weird it's you almost, they're, they're you trying to get out story. of it by just going i don't really want to do this <laughs> please leave me alone <laughs> yeah it's but weird. I'm gonna have... yeah yeah i mean there's there's a there's a scene with john leguizamo because they steal his car the car that he wanted and they go to John Leguizamo's um, chop shop. And uh, of course, Watching immediately, because John Leguizamo <laughs> works for the mob. And it, you, you find out that, the, the, that um, John Wick used to work for that mobster, the father of the kid that's just killed his dog. And so John Leguizamo immediately goes, where did you get that car? <laughs> and then slowly unfolds and he just hits the kid. And there's one of the best lines, I think, in the entire film <laughs> is when the this, you know, um, Vigo, the, the really dangerous Russian mobster, the father, um, rings up John Leguizamo and say, so you, you um, I hear you, you struck, struck my, my son. son. <laughs> so can you explain? He's like, well, sir, because he, he um, stole John Wick's car and he killed his dog. And just from, from Vigo just going, oh. Oh. <laughs> that's it. And that, that one... It's oh. the O oh, and then slowly hangs up. Yeah, and I think that, beyond anything else, that alone, you just got to go, oh, this guy's dangerous. This, this is like, there's, there's, there's something else we don't fucking know yet. Like, there's something else we don't know. How do you find the pacing of this film? Because I know some people like the idea of it. It's, it's the ultimate action film, but the action isn't there that, that quick. I, again, this is one of the things because I really like the film. and. This one, I, I think the pacing's pretty on point. I mean, story setting wise and arc wise, it works. Mm. And I'm not just saying that because it's a good film and I enjoy the film because I like the film. But I just, it's a nice slow burn up to the action. Then it gets to the action and it builds, which is how it should do. Mm. Which is how it should do. It's like just small bit at the beginning, little bit of a, just to set that spark off, slow burn and then build up from there and i to me the pacing feels good i think the pacing in this one better than the pacing in the second and third one but then yeah. it always is with the establishing films yes and i'm sure we'll get we'll i mean we're going to get onto those films as well and um you'll quickly find out there's one <laughs> i don't i don't dislike but i certainly don't like as, as much as the rest of them mm. um but yeah for the i think you're right it's it's a weird one because I think you almost forget that there's not much action at the beginning because the, the lead up is so different and it's so, it's so tense. It's this, and I was going to use the phrase without even thinking about it, but it is like the boogeyman's coming for you. It is that, <laughs> it is that kind yeah. of thing of like, 
who the because f- it's you, the you first three quarters know. of alien you haven't seen it but you know yes. something is there yeah, exactly <laughs> that is the thing of like this guy is clearly dangerous but but why who the who the hell is this guy like we don't know his name until 15 yeah. 20 25 minutes into the film when they finally say yeah, um, you don't. I've, yeah, you don't hear the name until it literally gets to the point where they're in the garage, and he goes, "Do you know whose car that is?" <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's um, it, that phone call. That is the phone call of of. Uh, it's John Wicks, and that's the first time. You know, yeah. before that, we've we've had the funeral of his of his wife with a dog coming in. We've had him driving his Mustang, him getting beaten up. Yeah. Like, all of that's happened before we even know his name. Yeah. And I think the the setup, the tense kind of build up is, I think that's what keeps it going. Is it's that build-up is so, like you say, it's like Alien, where you know there's something there, but you just so I've, I've now got the what. weirdest comparison here to make, and Go this on. is going to sound really strange, but <laughs> <laughs> it has a similar style in the opening and the way it builds in the opening to Up. God, right, okay, wait a minute. I'm trying to remember Up, because I've only seen it once, so... Um... Throughout the entire intro, well, except the first, like, maybe 30 to 45 seconds of the, right at the beginning, mm. It shows the tragic backstory of, you know, he's yeah. there, the wife, there, the funeral and everything. And it just shows him going for a normal day, getting up, making cereal. And, you know, just yeah. doing the whole, yeah, this is how I, you know, it's similar uh, to um, like uh, Red, Retired and Extremely Dangerous with Bruce Willis. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, shows him getting up, wakes up, makes breakfast, waters his uh, so red makes more sense because <laughs> he is but a retired assassin. Have, yeah, <laughs> but they all have that same, yeah. apart from red, they both have that kind of here's all the tragic shit backstory. Yeah. <laughs> here's a bit of the life. And now here's the oh, they're going to take your house away and, you know, or oh, they're going to kill your dog and they killed your dog and, you know, beat you up. Yeah. I mean, both have that. <laughs> it sounds like I a weird have. comparison. Yeah, it, I mean, I, I get that tracks. suddenly with Up, it is, it is the point of like, oh, it's just a normal day. Suddenly, my house is taken off. It is a weird thing that just suddenly happened. I mean, yeah. the comparison for part of it that I was going to make is um, when they made the film Snatch, originally, Bricktop was meant to be a wife beater. And they said, no, don't make him a wife beater. Make him abusive to dogs, because especially for a British audience, and, and internationally yeah. as well, but especially British audience, they will hate him more. Mm-hmm. If he's if he's mean to animals, and then there is then that scene where he starts poking the dogs, and he he's he's you know he's fighting the dogs, and that's what made him more of an arsehole which yeah. is weird, but you kind of I think because the Don't other get between Brits and played, their pets, it's a well known thing. Yeah, I mean it is the thing of like it's been played a lot. Is the is the family card has been played a lot, yeah. and especially if you have a film of like it's a revenge film. He killed the family, but you know that's yeah every every thing, done every yeah. fucking film possible on that. You know, everyone's done that film. Everyone has done that film. Um, it's It's been done to death. And so the fact that you had something change it up was like, because I think when you see the thing of the wife at the beginning, I don't know about you, but I was there going, okay, so is this, is this going to be like, they've killed his wife in the background or something? And it's like, oh, oh, we don't even know how she died. We know nothing. 20, okay. 30 seconds of flashbacks of him looking at the video and yeah. of her on the beach. And you go, okay, this is going to be the whole, and then like five, 10 seconds later, oh, funeral. Yeah. <laughs> It's so it's it's it is unexpected with that. Um, I mean the, the the coming up to the bit that I was talking about with that with that throw is probably I think one of if not the best scene in the film, which is not a fight scene, which is when Vigo has to explain to his son 
just what he's just done. Like just how stupid his son's just been. Yeah. Um, and it's that bit after the the slapping of his son because he he's then because he, he's he's just got off the off the phone with um with someone there just like shit. And you could see I, I, the the facial expressions because I think a lot of a lot of stuff, especially in especially perfectly. in yeah, especially in action films, there's there's so much shouting and stuff. There's not there's never that much real acting. But the guy that played, who's sadly actually passed away himself, but the guy that played Vigo, um, he was uh, amazing in those, just those looks of like, have you seen my son? Of like, like we need to find him because he's fucked. Um, and then there's just this bit where his, you know, his son comes in thinking he's all happy because he's done some deal for the mob and his dad just punching him in the punch stomach. Punch him in the stomach. Of like, <laughs> clean your, now clean yourself up. Yeah, and then just like, what, what the hell? What, what did I do? What did I do? And it's just like, um, you know, you you did this with the dog and everything. It's like, what the fucking nobody? It's like that it's fucking nobody. nobody was John Wick. <laughs> and then all you see the next scene is John Wick is, is Keanu Reeves at the top of basement stairs with a fucking sledgehammer, slowly walking down. I've got to give, I've got to give you points. You are bang on every single time you're saying a scene. <laughs> it's what I'm watching um, <laughs> in the background behind the camera. It's, it's weird. <laughs> so he's literally he just literally goes and and as he goes through is um is Keanu Reeves' character is basically hammering into the ground where he's clearly cemented over a case full of guns and what looked to be Krugerrands, which get more explained as the film goes on. They're more explained a bit more in the second film, but basically they're, they're currency, you find out. They're like underground currency for people. But he, it's that point where um, that kind of comes to the end of the speech because it's him just going, um, you know, he starts to explain who John Wick <laughs> is. And it's the one bit. It's the one bit where he just going kind to of goes, um, we called him Baba Yeager. It's like, what, the boogeyman? It's like, John isn't exactly the boogeyman. He's the one you sent to kill, kill the, fucking the fucking boogeyman. boogeyman. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, that is when you really start, that's when it really starts to go up. Because you've, you've gone between him, him, this, this, you know, the mob boss, this Russian mob boss, who's like the most powerful guy, shit scared, explaining to his son just how badly he's just fucked up. At the same time, set alongside Keanu Reeves, smacking the shit out of a cement um, floor in his basement with a sledgehammer to reveal <laughs> loads of guns and gold coins. And you're just like, oh, what the fuck is going on now? And there's a bit where he just like, I once saw him kill a man um, in, a, in, a, in a bar with a pencil, a fucking, fucking pencil. pencil. <laughs> um, and yeah, it, it just goes on. And there's, there's a, a great bit. I think near the end of that speech where he's like, um, Oh, uh, let me make this right. Um, let me, let me make this right. Is the son is like, um, Oh, well, how do you propose that? I, I finished where I started. Didn't hear a fucking word. I said, yep. Literally, I, like, I quoted it like, <laughs> a minute ago as you were talking. And I was like, Didn't yeah, <laughs> it's like, um, and then it's, it's the best thing. And I think that, again, this is the thing that separates it from those other genres of film where they clearly are scared of John Wick because the other ones, they're not. They're, they're, you, those yeah. kind of characters, they're just like, you know, it, all those films you've oh, seen where they... He's a dangerous guy. We'll send loads of people towards him. Yeah, exactly. Whereas this Our one, number. it's like, this one, it's more, we have to send loads of people just to stand a any chance. kind of chance. <laughs> um, and it's the that bit where he just, just holds his son and it's, um, uh, you will, um, you uh, John will come for you and you will do nothing because you can, can do, do nothing. nothing. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> who the fuck i mean it, again it's that build-up and you you are genuinely going who the fuck is this guy like 
it's it's it gets into such i mean I, I think i don't know about you but for me that's probably despite everything else one of the best parts of the films is is not even seeing john john wick in action although as we'll go on to john wick in action is fucking amazing brilliant but it's the fact that <laughs> just how danger just how f- much fear he puts in those people because i mean they, they talk about the fact that he used to work for them and that you know uh, one day he wanted, to, he wanted to leave over a woman of course um, and i set him an impossible task a task that no man um could achieve and the bodies he um buried that day lay the foundation of um what we are now and it's just like seriously what the fuck <laughs> um but i mean i don't know about you for me that's one of the best things of the film oh yeah i it's the slow burn that gets up to just like the whole mm. introducing him as a character. And then, I mean, for basically what is, you can, you can write the basic storyline of this film on a yeah. postage stamp. Yeah. <laughs> Although there is a lot more nuance to it. There's, but yes. there's more nuance, but yeah. the basic outline of it is, you know, they kill his dog. He kills everyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't stand out of the way. <laughs> I mean, there was um, was it Cinema Sins did an interview with the uh, oh, I'm never pronouncing I can never pronounce his name, uh, and they were saying about oh, you know how many people we counted and there's like 200 or something people die in this film. And they go, it was actually more. We had to cut a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was. It is quite funny um, it, it, when that when they do that. It's, and it is like you say, there is just it's a simple premise, you know. You f- it's, it's the same premise, I think, without the nuance, it's the same premise as pretty much every film like that. It's, oh, you there's fucked a with the wrong guy. <laughs> you, you fucked with the wrong guy, and that's it. It's yep. that kind of, you know, you can put it into YouTube and, and see things like that. But I think the, the thing that changes it is that, it is that nuance of, but the, the dynamics changed. Yeah. They're, not, they're not coming after him. He's coming after them. them. And it's not the case of, you know, like... It, He's he's going back because you've killed his family, and then they're going to be like, "Oh well, you can't do anything." And then he proves it. It's like, no, no, no. he doesn't need to prove it. Everyone's just scared of him already. He's retired from yeah. being the best person on the fucking planet at doing what he does. It's, it always reminds me of a Wolverine line of like, um, "I'm I'm the best at what I do, and what I do is is um, is kill people or something like that." It's like, yeah, that's that's John Wick. I mean, that is basically the character. Um, so yeah, I mean, we then. Then we get to the fighting, and I, I, I realize anyone watching Perfectly this, again. <laughs> I realize when, as we as, as, as I say this, and as we go through this, is when it's people going up, oh, but that's you've been talking about for a long time, and that's kind of the point. That's what we're saying. There's a slow burn with this. Yeah. I mean, we then it is 29 minutes 22 seconds at yeah. the point where that hit for it turns up, yeah. And it is, <laughs> it is weird, it's, but it, again, even when he sends the crew, it's that thing of like, um, task a crew, how many men, how many have you got, and I'm like. What? <laughs> like, not always. Oh, it's five or ten men. No, no, no. Just basically send it's everyone. The... What was that bloody film? Oh, I can't remember the. Um... Was it... Oh, it was a film. It had... I can't remember the quote exactly, but it was the um... "kill them all, all of them" <laughs> kind of quote. I mean, that a... kind of... He says something similar <laughs> in the second film, but we yeah. won't go into that now. But I mean, yeah, it is. It is incredible that they they're just so scared. And then then we get into seeing. Oh, now we know why John Wick is dangerous. Because yeah. at no point, this is the weird thing about this scene in his house, is that at no point does he look like he's ever going to lose. But at no point does it also look outlandish. And that's annoying because it should do. 
that's the thing. It should look ridiculous because there are mm-hmm. 15 men at least that have come to kill him in fucking gear and, uh, you know, short, short. at no point do they like, it's not like stormtroopers. They're not, they're not missing by a, a lot. They're just, just missing him. Like it's, it, that, that's one of my favorite things when people go, oh, they're like stormtroopers. Like mm, stormtroopers are actually better shots than the rebels in the entire original trilogy. <laughs> the rebels at the beginning of the opening scene have the advantage. There's again, about 15 of them in a hallway with cover aiming at a door that one person can go through at a time. <laughs> they kill, they managed to take out three stormtroopers. I suppose the point is the rebels aren't meant to be trained. Um, but yeah, I mean, with this, yeah. <laughs> with this, you just see, yeah. you just see John Wick moving around. Yeah. Moving just, around in there. And yeah. It's, the uh, the amount of um this is the thing that i think some people don't realize is because he he uses a lot of wrist locks that are common in so many things i mean he did specifically yep. do jiu-jitsu and judo for this film but they're common in aikido taekwondo yep. um judo yeah, there was specific um, moves everything uh, who was the guy that was um oh, what was his bloody name there's um Famous, I think it's like an MMA or Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy who did a react video to the fight scenes from this. And he mm. literally sat there and watched the fight scene and going, judo, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, judo, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Oh, Aikido, yeah. judo. Brazilian. Yeah. Just, <laughs> ah, crap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, can, you can do that. It's, it is the thing of like, yeah. um, and I mean, some of them are widely used across a lot of things. It's just where their yeah. baseline is. I mean, but, some of them are even just like, oh, stage combat. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's, it's incredible to see the movement. I mean, the takedowns, his takedowns are with him. And that is fucking hard to do. I think mm. people underestimate that one because when I say takedowns with him, for anyone listening or watching, I mean, he basically jumps on them and then takes him down with them and lands on top of them. That shit is not easy. That is very difficult to do. And he does it at least twice in that scene in the house um, where he just takes uh, them down and then shoots them in the head. Um, which is actually something else that should be pointed out is that those shots are right. If you if you look at where he's shooting, it's where he's shooting. The amount of mm-hmm. times you watch films and the person is there and they're shooting there and they put it in afterwards. No, yeah. Keanu Reeves is shooting. Okay, it's obviously they've added stuff in, but he's pointing at the fucking person. Like that they actually and the shots are going where that gun mm. is aimed. And I mean, that's I mean, his... one of the things that, I mean, especially if you look at older films, that's one of the things that, like, with technology and stuff that we now have, uh, namely toys, um, is a lot easier, a lot more doable now because an awful lot of films nowadays just use airsoft guns mm. and then add the stuff in in post. So you literally can just aim at the person and blank fire within the distance. Whereas, you know, if you're going back, you know, to maybe like the 90s, People were still using, uh, you know, blank cartridges, which you know still have the, the, the st- still a live cartridge, still has randomly, you know, yeah, still has powder, and it still fires out an amount, of, you know, an amount of gas, very hot gas, moving very quickly out the end of that barrel, up to five feet away from you, that could kill someone. Mm-hmm. So when you see these shots of like, and again, as you say, you someone who's like directly in front of them, and they're aiming over to the side of them, they kind of had to because it was either that or potentially kill the fucking guy. The thing is, you still, they, you still see them doing but, it now. Oh, yeah. You st- I mean, yeah, some people still do it now because it's kind of just a, it's an ingrained safety thing. 
in films. And is that even for the actors though? If for the actors, because I, I always feel that that was yeah, maybe um, built for the stuntmen, not for the actors. Even for the actors, basically most people, if you go and do weapons training or firearms training as actors, I mean, um, there's loads of places that do it. Um, I think about five companies in London who do it, including ID, um, and they do it where basic safety about firearms is basically always taught as if it's a real real gun. Don't mm. aim at a person unless you're planning to shoot them, kind of thing. It's still taught even for everything from blank fires to a BB gun, because yeah, as with the whole Brandon Lee incident, you know, you don't know if that weapon's been checked. You don't know if there's a small fragment of something still in there. And if it yeah. does have a charge go in it and it sends a shard of metal out at several hundred feet per second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's, for me, it is such a... But then again, nice that's something that's really easy to fix just by changing the camera angle. Yeah, but I mean, th <laughs> this is the difference, again, is I think this is where the, this film does it so well, is that you see them do it. You see down at yeah. his sight. Yep. You see where he's, and that, that's something that you kind of go, they're not changing it. It's not, I mean, it's not like it's all one fluid mo movement, uh, yeah, all one fluid movement. It's not, it's not one, one camera, but you do still have those. It might as well be for some of it. Yeah, for <laughs> some of it. And I mean, those, the movements in his house is, uh, he's, he's also doing, was it gung fu, do they call it? Gun fu or something? That's, yeah, gun fu is it's one of those, um, <laughs> it, it's the Hollywood term for basically stylistic kind of gun movements and gunplay yeah. kind of thing. It's a stage combat with guns kind of. But the, the fun thing. But he the, did go and train with Taron Tactical and do yeah. live fire training. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so even what he's doing well. is real. It's like he's yes. aiming center mass down reloading. through the person and reloading tactical reloading. reloads. That's the biggest thing. And that's actually something I've seen on a lot of people reacting to this in America, because obviously America, I, I've, I've shot, I know you've shot before. I was shooting a lot um, when I was younger. I've, I've mm. proficient in firearms. I know that's weird for someone with my accent to, to, to say that to a lot of okay. Americans <laughs> listening, but it's true. I'm, I'm from the countryside. We have guns in the countryside, um, but I'm proficient in firearms. Grandparents and, had air rifles when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was shooting lead tip lead tipped um <laughs> I, you know <laughs> mine were a little bit different my Don't i was play shooting before yeah. we, we banned a lot of stuff um yeah. so um but the the difference is the amount of times you watch a film and go at what point is that clip running out at what point are we going to go no that doesn't work like that i have genuinely and this is the funniest thing i ever saw i've seen a western once where they were using a bolt action rifle and he didn't reload i'm like that doesn't work mm -hmm. you've just shot Three fucking bullets or pellets, whatever the fuck you're going to be using it's in the, this. Um, it's a bolt action. It's the early <laughs> James Bond films where you have a seven shot magazine and it's like, okay, cool. That's your 28th shot. When the <laughs> yes. fuck are you reloading? And that's <laughs> the great thing about this is I've seen a lot of, like I said, I've seen a lot of them go, that's amazing. Like they count and they go, yeah, that's exactly when he's meant to reload. And yep. he is reloading. And the, the thing, and I think this is one of the things he probably picked up when he went and trained with a tactical is he's reloading at speed. So he's faster than someone else who's trying to reload at the same time. And that just yeah. gives him that advantage. And that's something you'd expect from someone that's meant to be a dangerous a, assassin. A is dangerous that, person who knows how to and is trained yeah. very highly with guns. He'll, he'll yeah. take you down. The good thing as well, the thing I've picked up with his gun, his gun foo is that it's not just gun foo. They clearly interspersed it with a lot of judo so that it's even more stylistic because he's flying around way more than you're seeing a normal one. He's like... He's able to throw himself in positions that mm -hmm. just 
you wouldn't have normally. They just wouldn't work. Um, that first hip throw in that fight where he's got the guy up against the... Uh, I've literally just gone through it, frame by framed it. Right. There is a cut. <laughs> is there a cut? Yeah. It shows him swing him up into the um, uh, the central divider, whatever the thing in the middle of the room is, the bookcase, whatever, fireplace, whatever. Swing him into it and get him up and go to start the doodling throw. It then cuts to a slightly different angle with him already on his shoulders and then finishing ah. the throw. It, it's, it's just at such speed, I didn't notice it. it did, yeah, it, it's, it a like very, it it's a very well done cut. There is a cut in there. And my mouse has decided to just be a pain in the ass now. So he knees him, starts and goes in, goes for a standard, you know, shoulder throw. And the second he puts his back up to him, immediately cuts. Ah, no, 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 no. That's not the one. That's not the one. I don't say, that's the first. That's the first. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's not the one I was talking about. The one I'm talking yeah. about is later on in the hallway. In the hallway it's in the a, kitchen. It's a, it's, a, yep. it's a hip throw. Yeah, yeah. I was yep. going to say, it's, not, it's definitely, he didn't go in for a shoulder throw at all. It's definitely a hip throw. <laughs> just I love like, this ringtone. Scream in the background. Um, I love my ringtone because it works so well because he just shot the guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a great one. Uh, uh, I mean, the way, I think there's a point that I've seen before as well is that he kills people in the most creative ways in this film, film as well. Mm. And in and the films afterwards, it's just like, what? He just randomly... He, he breaks someone's neck by holding them over his counter and just hits down. Just hits straight down. It's, it's like, I'm, and which I, again, I love because the amount of badly done chokes and neck breaks that I see in films where it's just like, that wouldn't do anything. Uh, that's, you're not even in the right place. You're not going to be cutting off anything there. And then he just puts it's it like right on there. Bang, done. You're fucking dead. Right. And it's it, the speed it's done at. It's, it's just so good. And you can see that it is Keanu Reeves. Oh, and yeah. that's a good thing. Um, because it's he's trained for it, he's got ready for it, and he's done it. Um, obviously, as we progress from there, um, I mean, the funniest thing is is still the uh, the policeman afterwards just coming in and going, again. No, it's working again. You working again, John? <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, just just uh, tone some things up. I'll leave you to it then. And it's like so everyone, like even the police, are like, yeah, we'll leave him alone. Like because as as um, the the copper says that. There's a Shit, dead you... body behind John that he's looking at and just goes, I'll leave you to it then. Like, Wait a minute. Um, <laughs> um, so obviously we've got that main fight scene. And the great thing that at the end of that fight scene as well, it goes back to Vigo, um, where the, it's him. I, I didn't realise it until I saw it like the second or third time. You have Vigo go, of course he did. And Ooh, that's... <laughs> your, the whole way through? It's a sweep. Was it a sweep? Oh, yeah, of course it was. He literally... Yes. There's two shoulder throws, it's, a hip throw, and a sweep. <laughs> I've just this is, gone back this and watched it. Between watching it live and remembering it. Yep. Um, <laughs> but again, again, a sweep isn't the easiest thing to do if you get it in the wrong place. No. It's not. If, I think a lot of people, when you're doing a, a sweep, so many people will pretty much fall over the person they're trying to sweep. Yeah. It's and a sweep, or, well, sweep, rake, same. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you're working with a decent stuntman, if you get that wrong, you're going to fall over. Um, but again, they, it's they, face, it's they go before on. you've yeah. thrown them. They're going to yes. bring you down with them. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, with that one, he he does it incredibly. And again, it's one of the ones that you can look at and go, "That was him." It, yep. it's, it's there's not there's not a movement. There's not it it, it is literally him, and it's that is very shot, easy to muck up. Comes around the corner, straight towards camera, looking yeah. at it the entire time. Yeah, and that's one of the, that's again. This is one of the best things about the film. As I said, is that you can you can, and this is why I think it's it's popular amongst martial artists. Is, you can see him doing it. Like, and you can see you what's see, going on. Yeah, For people who aren't trained, yeah. you can see what he's doing. Yeah, 
I mean, even like most of this fight, it's in the dark because he's not stupid. He's turned the bloody lights off. Yeah. Why show where you are to people <laughs> raiding your house? Don't. Um, but anyway, and it's all done dark, but you can still see what's going on. With, yeah. You know, they've got really good use of lighting and oh, yeah. set design in general. Like they obviously went, you know, it's oh, it's a nice, you know, expensive, minimalist designed house. Yeah. It belongs That's to someone, you know. Yeah, you know, the usual kind of like it's you know uh, Iron Man, Tony Stark kind of like oh I've got yeah. all this money so I've got nothing in nothing. my house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kind of you know one of those you know you can tell if someone's rich by how little they own. <laughs> yeah. You know what that was um something but it just... also works so well for like the, yeah you, just, there's like a slight green over his left hand side there's a slight yellowing on the side but it's he's basically in the middle his, lit his lawn lights yeah with lawn lights yeah it's going to be his lawn lights and it's it's just it doesn't look too much because that is something that can be overplayed as well is that when you have that lighting it's you're there going okay you've got a candle in the in the corner how the fuck have you got massive light on your face like it, it doesn't usually work but that yeah you're quite right is is very very good um he's lit then, I mean, enough for you to see what goes on but also enough to hide any small mistakes that might happen Mm. And also give it the look of yeah, this is happening at night. <laughs> I think this is this is one of those films that I think has started to take Hollywood back to the idea of getting people to do it. Because outside of Keanu Reeves, I can only think of one other person that would be prepared to put himself through shit for the films. And I know people would like to not like him, but it's Tom Cruise. He is the yeah. only other person I can think of that would literally go, no, no, I'll, I'll fuck the insurance, I'll do it. You know, it's it's it's. No one else would, no one else, no other actors yeah. would be like, well, someone else can do it. Whereas Keanu Reeves is one of the one of the two, along with Tom Cruise, that will go, no, 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 I'll do it. I mean, I don't, I, I, you'll probably have a better idea, but I don't, they're the only two actors that I actually know of that have um, advanced driving courses specifically so they can be insured to put their lives in danger. <laughs> Off the top of my head, I'm trying to think if I do know any of us. Because it's that thing, isn't it? From Fast and the Furious, the first film, they all did it. I, and yeah, then by the I've, second I can't film, think they of any went, who do. Yeah. yeah, I can't think of any who do have the full of yeah. uh, advanced evasive driving. Yeah, except for them two. And so that's and that's the thing. Keanu Reeves yeah, and, and... A bloody pilot. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true as well. He's also a pilot. <laughs> Um, and he uses his own bikes for the stuff. But that's the point is Keanu Reeves and, and like Tom Cruise are prepared to just go, no, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, th I think the thing that sells it even more um, person, I mean, this is personal. And I think you have to know Keanu Reeves's background is that I can believe him as more in this role because of the fact that he does have a tragic backstory. Yeah. Yeah. His life story is, is depressing to read. Fuck. Depressing yeah. to read. Like, just you know, his his best friend and his fiance were killed in um, uh, a car accident. I think it was. So I mean, the, that alone, the fact that he then yeah. wanted to go back into a car to do anything is insane. And he's he's just he's meant to be literally the nicest guy in Hollywood. That's you know, yeah. it's you'll be very hard pressed to find anyone that says a bad word against Keanu Reeves because it's like yeah, Other he's just the cool guy. Act, but yeah, it's just, I mean, like, yeah, half, that's the worst people say. Half the cast of Buddy. Um, first Matrix film, he gave like an awful lot of his money to the cast who could barely afford to live during the filming. Yeah. He gave half his paycheck away to the cast. Yeah. And the crew. And I think that's, like, you know. that's what, that's what sells his character a bit more for me because I know that back moment. It's just like, like if, if, if you gave Keanu Reeves John Wick skills, I can see it. Like I can, yeah, he has that tragic, that idea that he has that 
complete disconnection because something like that possibly could have that disconnection. Um, and obviously, we, when we come on, on from this scene, it's then when John Wick tends starts to go, okay, well, now I'm really coming for you, um, which leads up to a brilliant scene, I think. And I still, I want to see a film, and I don't think I'll ever make it, but I want to see a film where to see what Kevin Nash did to not get killed in this film. So oh, Kevin God. Nash, the former wrestler, <laughs> is in this film. He's on the door of one of Vigo's <laughs> clubs. Yeah, and it's, he's literally there's like um, tell, telling the guy, take the night off. Now, the thing is, is that at no other point does he let anybody else of Vigo's men live. Nope. And there's no even, there's no conversation. There's nothing except for him. So what the fuck is the story? I really want to know. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's one of the things I'm hoping they do in the Continental. Um, that's one of the things I'm hoping... They, get, they give a backstory. That. Yeah, they give just just even a, a short <laughs> thing of like someone talking about it. Anything well, mate, like he introduced <laughs> him to his wife. Just something. Yeah, some a small clip. Yeah, even if yeah, it's like a small cameo part. Because again, it's not about John Wick. It's about the Continental. But just even just yeah. someone talking about. Oh, that's you know whatever the guy's name is. Uh, you know. Oh yeah, he's Dorman from. Oh yeah, the place yeah. that John Wick blew up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with that because that's that's <laughs> Shut the, up, uh, yeah. actually. That is a good thing this film does as well, is it does have those little bits where you just kind of go, I want to know more now. I, I what the hell is going on? Because like there's just there's this whole underworld world building for this. Is yes, so it's good. amazing world building because he goes to, as you just said, he goes to a, uh, a hotel called um, the Continental, Continental. Uh, where it's basically a hotel for assassins. And it's yeah. it's weird, like he pays for his room with one of these Krugerrands or, or whatever it is, we learn more about it in the second film, but it's a normal hotel. But the best thing, and the thing that does become very much continued throughout the through a series of films is the one rule of the Continental is you don't do business, don't do business on, on continental, continental grounds. grounds. <laughs> and so that's the one thing, and they make a very big point of it. And, and it's like, everyone in there is an assassin, but if you kill someone, on their grounds, you're fucked. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, you learn more and more. Yeah, excommunicate. <laughs> it's, this, it's this massive underworld that they start to build up more and more. And you just, you realise just like, how intricate and how much of it like a At normal times, business times, I forget is. Willem Dafoe's in this film. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's not even, you could take out the, if you take out one scene, you don't need Willem Dafoe. Yeah. There's one scene, which we'll get to, um, which is when when you kind of get a bit more about what the puppy did to Keanu Reeves. And if you take that out, don't need Willem Dafoe. It is the most, that is the, actually, that's the one thing that I'll say they did do that was a bit pointless, his character. It's not needed. It's not needed, but it, it's not needed, but it's one of those things that I, I think it was quite nice, a nice inclusion, the whole, you know, he does have a friend. <laughs> see, I, I didn't even see it as that. The only reason I thought they included it was to go, look, he's not invincible. Yeah. Which, again, we'll go into a bit um, on, because otherwise he is literally this unstoppable yeah. machine, which yeah. is, again, during that speech, is um, he, he's um, a person of sheer fucking will. And mm. I think that's, you get, because you get into your head that someone who is that damaged that much in mourning and just is known for having that much will that he will not stop you you kind of suspend your disbelief with some of the stuff of going 
okay, yeah, he would just keep going because that's who John Wick is. He's he's the man that doesn't stop. Um, and so obviously you get into this, um, you know, you go through the Continental and he's introduced to things. And then we get to the club scene where he he lets Kevin Nash's character off, um, yep. which I still think. And then immediately afterwards, just kills someone. There's no interaction. He just kills someone because yep. he's he's looking after someone. So which is, again, why did he let Kevin Nash off? Um, but then we get to the point where he... Um, he, I mean, it's one of the kids' friends. It's one of the kids that killed his dog's friends. Where I've seen a few people say this, and I, I, I can't tell whether this is a very brave man or a very stupid man, <laughs> because when John Wick is there kicking the shite out of you, his response is "fuck you," and I'm like, would you not at least maybe consider helping him and hope? You, yeah. you know, you like, <laughs> he's he's just appeared and your mate is dead um just but yeah and then obviously there's a great scene with um alfie bow alfie bow of course playing this the um the villainous son who uh, the casting of alfie bow is perfect because much as alfie bow is apparently a lovely guy he does have a face that makes him look like a villain he has he, that face he has the face that makes you want to punch him yeah <laughs> you don't want like there are times where in this film you almost feel sorry for some of the villains because you're like there's nothing they can do the, yeah the, it's kind of like you look at some of the things the that one person you, go, you didn't deserve that yeah but the one yeah, person but, you yeah. never feel sorry for is alfie bow because yeah. he one he killed the dog and two he just has a face that you're just like you little rat face fuck. like again if i had a friend a lovely guy <laughs> but yeah and then there's yeah. a great scene of because he's in a pool underneath i love the idea that they've just got a nightclub and underneath it is just a fucking spa sauna in a pool what yeah. the fuck <laughs> yeah a spa a spa sauna pool yeah okay fine um and then just and it's it is that again reinforced of just how dangerous john wick is because after he kills his, his friend you then go to alfie bow saying to one of these you know other assassins and and you know mob men of like are you afraid of the fucking boogeyman i'm not and him just grabbing the the champagne from his hands going no but you fucking should be and it's like okay basically alfie bow's character is too young to remember john wick he was a kid when john wick was around them yeah. everyone else does remember john wick and everyone else is <laughs> shitting themselves and it's it's that continuously like they'll fight because they have to fight but you can see every time they lead up to it, they do not want to fight. <laughs> they will. Do, that's why. I mean, that that scene with John with um uh, with um with Kevin Nash, where he says, um, you know, take the why don't you take the night off? There's no fight back because in a lot of films, especially where they're just like, oh well, we can we can take him on. You'd have him fight back. In that scene, you just see Kevin Nash take his earpiece out and go exit stage left thank you mr vick <laughs> and just disappear and that's it that's all you get is thank you mr vick and gone um so it's that's that's the best that's the best thing about that but then obviously he just goes through um uh, <laughs> he goes through a club and just shoots fucking everyone i think this is where he kills the most people and it's the headshot again this is where we see him reloading more than once um, and even the way he checks for the reload and uh, to check there's another if there's yep. another uh, in the chamber, like just simple shit like that, that you have to have been on a tactical course to have gone. Yeah, this works. Um, and the one bit, obviously, he then just he shoots people in the head. And it's the simple things like, you know, knee shot, uh, arm shot, just to pull them out, then head shot continually just running through. This is the one scene where you go. 
you wouldn't have got up too easy is when he's thrown off a balcony. <laughs> it's also yeah, yeah. the bit that I think the um, they got the filming quite bad because yeah, it just there's, stopped. It there's no doesn't... bounce. It's just... <laughs> Something about the editing on that scene, on that specific, just that one shot, breaks immersion yeah just think about it just something about it it just the physics don't work <laughs> yeah it's it's very strange like i mean shit. yeah a person falling off a balcony they're not going to fucking bounce <laughs> but then, well, they'll, they'll, <laughs> when i say bounce though they'll have a kind of there will be a, it'll yeah. like a, they'll, they'll be they'll, they'll move but with that it's just it looks like they've either um again i don't know if this is how they did it because i have I don't think they actually show it in behind the scenes that I've seen as to how they film that shot. As if he's on like a descender rig where he just stops like millimeters above the ground and then he's just dropped down. Or if there's actually a padded mat underneath that he was descended down onto and just hits and they've edited it to stop him actually bouncing off the mat. Maybe. It's I just, just something about it. Again, it just breaks the immersion. Just for, yeah. for a split second, it just pulls you out and you go, oh, uh, <laughs> it's, it's anyway back on <laughs> yeah i mean it's the speed he gets up as well and it's also the fact that i think he's been stabbed by that point as well isn't he he's yeah. got a bottle in him at that point or something yeah and it's the fact that like it's seconds it's beforehand <laughs> also it's the flat of his back now that's where i think they went wrong i think he should have it should have been a shoulder slightly slightly should yeah, be a shoulder if, but it wasn't yeah if it was something other than just straight flat of his back it would have worked better, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because then he could have just been, you could have just seen him walking away, like grabbing his shoulder yeah. and then, oh, well, they have an in-house doctor at the Continental. We can deal yeah. with that. Whereas a back straight down. I mean, I mean in even... judo, that's Ippon. That's it. You're, yeah. <laughs> You're done. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing when he's thrown over. I mean, even there, even a just a, a roll from like just upper, up, like upper um, yeah. shoulder down to the rest of his body, just a slight roll in it would have helped sell it, I think, more. Because, you know. Yeah. It, the guy's clearly trained in how to do all this fighting. As a martial artist, you see all this. You see him throwing people with judo, yeah. Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and, this, and all these moves and stuff. You go, yeah, but he can clearly fall over because that's the yeah. uh, fucking thing you learn in these, <laughs> well, yeah, in these yeah, styles. Exactly. It's how to fall over. Yes. The complete lack of a break fall on that one. To me, I think that, <laughs> might, that might be what it is that triggers me and goes, there's yeah. no break. There's he nothing. has there's... the entire drop to try and work out some way of angling his body. Yeah. Which you can do. You you can yeah. talk talk I mean, your body. It's, and it's, a, it's what a, a 10, 12 foot drop. It's a, so uh, yeah, it's easily twelve, maybe sixteen. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's something like you that. You can survive it, but you, you survive there's, it. there's some there's some fucking hurt like hell. <laughs> yeah, it will hurt like fuck. But then, I mean, that's the point that they make back at the Continental when he basically says, um, you know, just take all these drugs and you'll you'll yeah. kind of work. But the stitches. Which again is one of the things is like he's not an invincible character as well. You see yes. him get his shit rocked yeah, at various points in the films. He gets stabbed and he is on painkillers and he's stitched yeah. up. And, I think know, that's when they draw you back again. in. I yeah, think that's, that's how they draw you back in. Is you have yeah. that scene, but then almost straight afterwards, it's him at the Continental going, is the doctor Being in? sewn up. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, oh, okay, okay, right. And you're kind of drawn back in by the fact that, okay, he's not he's not a machine. He's not, he he's is not hurt. James Bond. It's no, him. but it is that, again, <laughs> goes back to that, it is sheer force of will. I, yeah. I will not stop until all of you are dead. It's that kind of single-minded thing um, that, that kind of goes through it. And then we just see him 
like just going after everyone. Of course, at this point, Vigo has now put a, a hit out on John Wick and only one person is stupid enough to take it. And that is Perkins, which is a female assassin um, that comes in and tries to attack him. They've also offered it to Willem Dafoe's character. Um, and we think we're made to think that Willem Dafoe has taken it. However, we then learn, although I don't know if this scene completely gives it away, but it starts to give it away. But we mm -hmm. start to realize actually Willem Dafoe is not trying to kill John Wick. Most there of the time he's trying to warn several him. points where he could easily have taken him out. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's this like point, you're you're you do this for a living. You wouldn't yep. have hesitated for that point. Well, it's it's the bit in the in the bedroom where he, yep. he shoots um from across the road and he hit he misses it's him by pillow. a few centimeters. And you're like, he wouldn't have missed. And then, but then suddenly that wakes him up and you realize Perkins is in the room trying to kill him. And it's like, oh no, that was a wake up call. Yeah, it's, um, I can't remember, I don't remember because I think like the door for his room is directly behind that him. headboard yes. as well. Yeah. It's directly behind. So she is entering where he just shot, like directly at where he just shot is pretty much where she's coming into that room from, if I remember correctly from the layout. I, might I think pretty much, yeah. Um, so so he, see... he kind of does that whole okay, yeah, he's warned him, he's working him up, but it kind of also has that. Was he also trying to maybe you know wound her on entry as he's coming in? Kind see, of... I don't think he was purely because then it had been too easy to know it, it would have been too easy to, yeah. But... Um, but then I mean, obviously, it gets into a tussle, and as you'd expect, John Wick wins. However, we do see that she knows what she's doing, oh, she much. is an assassin, <laughs> she's not a slouch. She yep. is, I don't think. Personally, and this is what I'm going to really fuck myself now if I find out she has a martial arts background, but she looks far more choreographed. It's going to really annoy me if this person has a martial arts background, I'm going to get really pissed. But to me, she looks far more choreographed. Does, it's I, a lot of grappling. I'm doing it. <laughs> Unless she's done martial arts that aren't grappling, because she does a lot of grappling and it doesn't look right. Well, listeners, this is where I, I, you find out I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, but she, she doesn't look right. Her movement, her body movement isn't right. It looks far too choreographed. I'm guessing for the bits that she's in, it's her, but that's actually stunt work. Because the bits where you see her face, she's not, there's just something about how they're lined up that doesn't look right. It looks like it's someone fighting that can't. It reminds me of someone that, that's come from you know, karate trying to grapple. It doesn't work. Mm. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Not really. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, yeah. Depends who you Anything? karate. Uh, I just looking up an interview. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to put myself on a limb. I think nothing. But because she's very... Nope, she learned martial, like learning martial arts stuff. This is new to her. Is new to her. I thought yeah. so. Um, yeah, the, she, uh, the quote is, where is it? Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, it's so funny. She didn't see choreography and seeing the actor themselves. I'm sure sometimes there's cuts, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the training was exceptional and very difficult, but this this was using my body and learning martial arts, which is completely different. Both were equally fun. Yeah, it, I'm not seeing have, any reference to I have kept my before. ability to know what I'm talking about. There you go, listeners. Um, so there is just something different about it because my first martial art was, of course, judo. So my background mm. is grappling. And you can just tell... There's, uh, it's hard to describe, but when you see her face, 
she's not positioned right where you would expect someone like that to be positioned. Now, obviously, it's in the heat of the moment and, you know, you wouldn't necessarily, it wouldn't be like it was in a, on the training, on the mats and things like that. But there's yep. just something where you go, mm, there's something off. She doesn't totally, she's not in the same league mm. as, as Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I mean, one of the things, we kind of glossed over it with the, um, the whole uh, nightclub fight scene that I yeah. always like to bring up is the fact he looks worn out as fuck by the end of that entire scene in sequence because he actually was because he had flu prior to filming and during filming that scene he was he had literally was just recovering and coming at the back end of having flu or something like that and so he literally was physically drained there like, which is brilliant it's brilliant it just adds to it the fact yeah. that you know he's not just going through his hair's all perfectly in place and he's all you know the, yeah. like, you can see with some of the movements like he does a role over someone in part of this fight and I've just seen it and just caught my eye. And it's like, you can see where he kind of lost momentum because he didn't have the energy to keep pushing his feet back. And so Which he kind of is, stopped and then carried yeah. on. Which you'd expect. If so, if you've just gone through 20 people, you're like, yeah, okay, fucking hell. That, which is great. I mean, that is, it is actually yeah. weird to think that something that made us a fight scene even better was the fact that one of them was ill, which is yeah. very strange. But yeah, I mean, so obviously we had the Perkins team where I think, I mean... I personally, I would have liked them to have brought in a martial artist or someone that can do martial arts before, purely because of the fact that she's meant to be the only one who's crazy enough to take on John Wick. Now, we could assume that maybe she's someone trying to make a name for herself, but I would like to think that it was someone who is... Has a background. Dangerous as fuck, you know? So I would want them to be... For hand to hand, the same kind of level as John Wick, and she clearly isn't. Um, yeah. And that's that's slight issue for me. That's being picky, but again, it's it's my background is grappling, so I want to yeah, see that better. Yeah. So um, you know, that's, but again, that's so like I, average viewer, I think for your average viewer who hasn't got a training, it looks cool. It looks good. It yeah. lo- it looks like she knows what she's doing enough. Yeah, I think yeah, she's she's definitely like she's definitely worked with it. She's definitely yeah. put in put in the hours. She's, she's clearly not, she's done not it. it. She's not kind of you no, know. no, no. She's she's, she's done more than in. what a normal actor was. She's I think put the time kid, in. I think the problem not is not as much as Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. That's the problem. Is that I think if you had if you had someone who had done a lot of choreography for all of it, you'd go, oh, this is quite a nice film. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. The fact that John that Keanu Reeves takes it up to another level is when we start to go, oh, well, this is actually really good because he clearly knows it. But it also then causes not an issue, but just a, a yeah. little bit for other actors who can't put that kind of work in yeah. to go. Well, we now look it's a little one, bit one worse. of my, my glaring issues with the third one. It, yeah, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I know that's why I'm not going to say it. This is like so you've got all this stuff that he has done and he's trained and he's practiced and stuff, and then fuck all is shown. <laughs> but yeah, it's just we'll get to it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so. So, I mean, we, we have this scene with, with Perkins and then he obviously leaves. Um, there's a, a, um, another person uh, who is in a room next to him and basically it's a catch and release. So mm-hmm. he holds on to Perkins. Perkins then kills the guy, which of course means she has now done business on Continental Grounds. Twice. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know if she would have may, Maybe for attempting, she would have got away with it, but now she's yeah. actually killed someone. Yeah. So now it's like you, you're in like you didn't kill anyone first time you tried it. 
whatever. I keep forgetting this bomb bit in the scene in the, uh, the nightclub just before he starts chasing him out and the whole big gunfight ensues. Um, it's a bit where he's got the guy who, ironically, he's kind of rolled over, stopped for a split second on his knee to catch an inhale of breath and then stood up. Um, <laughs> and he's kind of done that. And this is the guy who he's got on the floor, shoots someone else, looks directly at him. At him. Yes. And while keeping eye contact with Alfie Bones, the trigger yeah. without flinching. It's just like, yeah, this is you. <laughs> that is that, that is character very... defining. It's just a, it's such a great character moment. I'm just like threatening as fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very very threatening moment of like you're nothing to me. Like yeah, yeah like you are fucked. Yeah. You, I I want you to know. On top of the fact, the he just sliced this guy open as well. well yeah. <laughs> it's the fact that he's like I I'm gonna kill you. It's not gonna be some torture, but I want you to know. You are dead. Why you're going to die. <laughs> um, but then, so obviously then Perkins does business in continental grounds um, and John Wick just goes ape, going at fucking everyone. He ends up going to one of the, um, is it, what we think is a church. Um, and then from the tattoos on the priest, clearly fucking isn't. Um, and yeah, then discovered it's it's got all the, all the stuff from... Um, from Vigo's basically yeah. all the secrets for everyone in the city and loads of money. And they're just like, um, you know, do you know who owns this place? Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, that's what I'm counting on. And then it's just a, a full on, like everyone using cars and everything they can get rocket launchers to just take on John Wick. Um, and that's when we get to the bit where, which I kind of like as well of, uh, John Wick is captured. Now, this is the scene that this is where I think you could take out um, William Defoe um, because the scene with Perkins, yep. he could have just woken up. It didn't need to be the, the shot. But this one is when um, there's a there's a great scene where you ri- a lot of people have issue with Keanu Reeves because they say he has no passion. This is the one scene where you're just going to go. Well, I mean, firstly, Keanu Reeves as that kind of passionless is fucking perfect as an assassin. Yeah. As the most deadly assassin. You, you, can't, to- you, you can't look at it and go, why has no one given him this kind of role before? Yeah. Because it, it, fits. it worked so well. Yeah. And the fact that actually this is where he does emote and you believe it uh, because of the fact that you know the story, you know why, and you know just how angry he is. And it's it's when, you know, Vigo's just like, it's just, it was just a fucking dog. And uh, no, because he said it before, it's just like... um everyone keeps asking me if I'm back and I never really had an answer, but now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm fucking back and just, yeah. just shouting. And so it was just a fucking dog, John. It was just a dog. It's like, um, that was the last bit, bit I had of my wife and the last bit of love. And you took, your son took that from me. He stole it from me. And it is, um, you can either give me your son. And it, this bit is basically screeched at the end. It's like, you can either give me your son or you can die screaming alongside him, which is one of the most threatening fucking comments I've ever heard <laughs> in a film from someone that you at this point do genuinely believe will make it happen. Um, yeah. Like he's held down in a fucking chair with 10 men around him, but you're like, fuck. Um, <laughs> like at this point, you're just going, just give me your son. Just... <laughs> But then, of course, at the end of that scene, as he goes streaming alongside a bag's over his head and Vigo fucks off. And this yep. is the bit, because obviously then he's struggling and Willem Dafoe shoots one of the people that's holding him down. And that is the only thing, in my opinion, that gives Willem Dafoe a point of this film. Is that a double? <laughs> Where? <laughs> I'm watching the um, uh, Perkins fight. 
Oh, of her. I think when yeah. they're rolling, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's the roll That's off the couch. Specific... The, roll, the roll off the sofa and the back slamming into As the. I, um... If you remember, I specifically said the bits where you can see her face, she's not lined up right. It's because the other bits are clearly a, a double. Because... Yeah, there's an awful lot of her face being completely covered, yeah. and it's it has to be, um, which again is something that if you're a normal public, you wouldn't see. I do. <laughs> um, I was also I was also trying to see if I could work with the pads. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I mean the the big TV. Oh, that table. <laughs> I mean, the bit with... That's another one of those with, um... moments where it kind of breaks the immersion for me, is where he throws her onto the table. Mm. There is way too much air for that throw to work. <laughs> he effectively flips. Yeah. It's, there's got to be a wire in it. There's got to be a wire on that gag. She goes from being on his back to just the, the movement through the air over about three feet onto the edge of the table. It and this it, is why she's on a, um, they're on a wire for that bit. And this is why <laughs> we have Tom here. Because as well as martial arts <laughs> knowledge, which obviously I have, Tom also has the knowledge of how you would because I can I can go, okay, this works, but I don't know why I think other things might happen that I just can't under, explain. Tom does because he's done them. So this is also why we have Tom in for a yeah, review of this. The rotation as she's going through the air, it's too static. Right. So she kind of goes from his shoulders, moves up, and then rotates almost on the spot and then is dropped onto the table it's kind of how it looks it's, I mean, uh, if you look at the clip you can see it it's um we yeah, will, I, I will be finding this and, and putting this on now i can give um, you, I can yeah. I'll, I'll take a notepad of the exact time frame in the film <laughs> it it almost looks again another way it almost looks kind of like if it wasn't done the way the other way you could do it is it looks reversed because of the speed or they've cut frames because of the speed she's going and yeah, I, and this, this it just thing, gives me the feeling fight, of a wire. It gives me the feeling of a wire. This is the problem that I have is, like I said, in this fight is when you go. Mm. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I mean, this fight lasts got... one minute. Yeah, but it's <laughs> again, it's where everyone else is going. Oh, that yeah. was fun, and me and you are going. Yeah, but there's something not right. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I don't mean, get, don't get this wrong. When we talk fine. Now, yeah, the rest yeah. of it, I it was like, okay, yeah, this is pretty cool. I mean, yeah, there's a few bits where I'm going. Double, maybe, yeah. Um, and if you, you know, a few obvious bits where it's like, oh, you can't see the actress's face, more than likely a double. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, look, she's being thrown about... into a wall and broken glass and stuff. Could be a double. Um, I mean, and then, but yeah, it's certain things. It's that just, just pulled me out straight away. I, was, I had to go back. I was like, hold on, that just what? <laughs> and don't get us wrong, guys. When we talk about these things in the film, it, it is us nitpicking, but it's because we. And the worst thing is, is, now I've pointed these things out, everyone's going to bloody <laughs> see them from well, now yeah, on. Well, yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, the, <laughs> the, the second you is, spot it, you can never unsee it. Yeah, it happens a lot of films. <laughs> the, the thing I think is, is that the standard went up with this film of action films, in my opinion. For, in terms of actual, the Keanu Reeves is now proficient in firearms and martial arts yeah. because of this film. And I think that took the standard up to the point where you then go okay now i have to now i now i have to be judging everything else along with that and that's where the problem arises i think with it hmm. um but i mean yeah as, as another nice move... note for that fine for, for actually is as a storyline point the entire thought i was wrong a minute and a half <laughs> give or take a few seconds uh the second you know, like five seconds to that film, the phone starts ringing this is all done in a time it takes yes, it is. the guy at the desk to call up and say, 
we've had a noise complaint, noise complaint. and yes. it doesn't ring off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that actually. Yeah, we've had a noise complaint. Yeah, that's the point. They, they talk about noise complaints a lot during the film, actually. It's always like you know, you know, John Wick's killing someone when somebody has a noise complaint. Yeah, um, a noise complaint. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, but when we get to, we've got through, I mean, I'm a little bit ahead of you, but just because yeah. I just know the As order, but, I'm actually cutting through and looking at stuff and nitpicking. Um, <laughs> but when, when we get to the when we get to the William Defoe thing, um, I don't know about you, but I think if you cut that bit out or just have it that John Wick, like make it a, um, a rotten chair where the leg, the leg comes off or something, give him an ability to roll differently. I don't see a point for Willem Defoe. Hmm. I think if, because that's, I think, in my opinion, I mean, you had a slightly different opinion, but for me, mm. the again, only reason might, they put him in yeah, was to show be, that he was, wasn't invincible. Yeah, again, I, I kind of got that as well, but it also kind of had that whole, throughout the film, he's kind of like that kind because he's there right at the beginning of the film at the funeral. At the funeral, he flashes yeah. back to him at the funeral a few times and they're having conversation, a conversation, well, I'd say a few times, like once or twice. It yeah. flashes back to him having a conversation and stuff. And it's kind of like that, you know, showing he has a friend other than the guy who runs the Continental, <laughs> Shane. Um, yeah, Ian McShane is brilliant. In this brilliant film. in this film. It, most films he's in is brilliant, to be honest. But, but, I mean, yeah. the thing actually about this film is that I don't think this continues, but that there are only two other people in the film where you go, you guys must be dangerous too. And that's Ian McShane's character oh, yeah. and the guy on the front desk. Because you're like, you yeah. are the guy the who runs a, yeah, the concierge <laughs> who you are meant to get everything for a fucking a hotel full of assassins. <laughs> yeah, well, it's concierge would be. Yeah, yeah, you're meant to be in charge of everything for, the, for them. And then the guy that runs a, uh, a, a hotel for assassins. Like, you two... Uh, there's there's a level um uh, you're, that you're you know you're the only other person i might add to that list the doorman out front <laughs> well no because clearly he's scared of john wick so uh what the door the doorman who just takes his car off him as he enters uh, oh you mean that sorry an actual doorman okay. out the front of the hotel is like i might add him to that list <laughs> yeah. just because doorman in general the rule of if they're you know well, they're kind like of, doorman for for a, a hotel of assassins maybe. <laughs> yeah doorman in general uh, supposed to have a reputation but doorman on a hotel for assassins mm, what's that what's the <laughs> what, danger what makes you think you can... what's the hazard pay <laughs> yeah given you scratch someone's do... car and you're outside the continental yeah <laughs> even you're not meant to be actually doing any any work within the continental um but yeah i mean yeah. i get the point that he's meant to have a friend and that i just yeah I mean, it, that it might be just seem... the way it felt to me initially when I watched it. I mean, I... yeah, it seems to. It might it be me projecting forced. the idea of, oh, you know, he, oh, he's got this, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like it's been wedged in by someone. It seems like someone's gone, oh, we, we need someone else to make him not just this. And it's like, yeah. it, it seems... kind of. And, and the end of the film, which we'll get into as well a bit later on, is the end of the film is kind of caused by Willem Dafoe. And it almost seems like they've thrown him in so that he can also cause something else like it's not mm. it just seems very forced Again, the character I love feels the film. underdeveloped but overdeveloped at the same time to me so he kind of has that to do again it's kind of like he has a similar sort of thing to mcshane where he's kind of got that you know maybe a mentor at some point in time mm. kind of feel to him or you know kind of like that, he you know, doesn't feel dangerous he doesn't feel dangerous because it's willem dafoe i mean <laughs> i've seen a few oh. things where willem dafoe comes across as scary as fuck and you wouldn't mess with him um, this is not one of them. This is not one of those performances, though. He comes across more like Harry, you know, um, Spider-Man you know, before he became Green Goblin. 
it's, <laughs> uh, you yeah. know, it comes across as more the fatherly kind of, you know, I'm supportive kind of like part character who at some point becomes a main thing. And that kind of yeah. feels like it's translating here. It's like he's this small piece and then suddenly, oh, big plot moment, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 I don't, it's, yeah. Again, because again, the story, yeah. this is the thing, the story is as good as the action. I think that's the problem is that then there's little things about the story like this bit where you go, oh, but you're not as good as everything else. And why aren't you? Because you start to, uh, you start to bring it up to a higher standard because again, in action, in terms of action films, in terms of martial arts films, um, this delivers on the action. It delivers on the actual martial arts, which I don't know anybody listening or watching you may not realize just how bad most action films are in terms of their fight scenes. They're fucking awful because I have been in one. <laughs> there's, yeah, so, I mean, the, the simplest one is the, the way they punch True. people. Just, you just wouldn't, um, but just simple stuff like that. Everything's so over the top. It's just awful. This doesn't happen here, uh, but it, I that's mean, every now and again, you go, mm, but that's it. Like, but the mm, is the bit that makes you think, Oh my God, this is now, they're clearly not as good because of how good the rest of it is. But you get that again in the story as well, because the story's there. Again, it's catchment. How the fuck did a hotel that's full of assassins start to exist? Who are the people that are here? Who's the concierge? Who is in McShane? Yeah. You know, that's what you start to, to, to wonder about. And that's the thing, like I was saying, you, you start to then wonder and create a story of like, who are these people? These are dangerous fucking people, um, but we don't know anything about them but then I now want to know more. Whereas most action films, Draws you go in. Yeah, most action films, you go, okay, yeah. Okay, that was cool. Next. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's just like, oh, I don't know about them, but I want to. Mm. Um, the only character, again, I don't feel that about is William Defoe. William Defoe's and at no yeah. point is it, and it's not, and we, we'll get into it, but it's not brought back in, in two or three. At no point do we go, oh yeah, well, we're going to, Yeah, you know, he, It's a bit of a throwaway character, quite literally. Is. Given he's meant he to be got this Darth guy... Maul treatment, well, yeah. where he's written in as a throwaway character, and but unlike Darth Maul, didn't then get a cult following from this film. <laughs> yeah, it's not like he's gonna. The thing is, is that he's meant to be so important that he was at the funeral of his wife, and his wife was the thing that took him away from, away from the. Yeah. So the fact that he's meant to be so important that he was still allowed to be around. But he's no one, and that, that that's yeah. disappointing. That is a bit where you can go, mm, okay. But yeah, when you get this scene, and then obviously Wim Dafoe shoots one of them, and then all hell broke's fucking loose. Um, because you realize just how short a period of time it's been. Because uh, <laughs> Keanu Reeves' character then breaks free, John Wick breaks free of, of this, and then goes after Vigo, who's only just left the building, he's still in the car, takes down one of the cars, gets a rocket launcher shoots it at the car that Vigo's in and you just have Vigo coming out going, call it, call it, call it, call it, call it. <laughs> and then... I think just, he's got a shotgun at that point as well. He's like he's blasting, shotgun, he's just, blasting the shit out of the car as it yeah. comes up to him with a shotgun. Yeah. But then he stands on top of it at the window. At the window, of the window which is shattered it. to fuck. Um, <laughs> and you just have him just go, call it, call it, call it. And like, right. Um, and it's like, you know... Which ties into my next is. comment perfectly, actually. There's a brilliant moment where Vigo hits him and punches him square in the face while he's sat oh, in the yeah. chair. And just this little acting bit where he kind of just looks down at his, his fist and just kind of like, I mean, shakes it. It does that, you know, the standard, I punch someone, mm, I haven't hit someone for a while, someone popped me for a while in the face. That's That kind of hurt kind of yeah. thing. But it's just the way he does it. It kind of is just like, mm, 
and you also get that kind of that was stupid moment <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. You can't, to, that, I don't know if it's just like, me. Oh yeah, this is this is John Wick. Yeah, um, I've <laughs> punched him. I've got him. I punched him. Oh fuck, that hurt. Was that a bad idea? Anyway, it, there is also that thing. <laughs> that might just me be me projecting well, it to him because I, I mean, like. There's the also character. in that scene, you Vigo never looks, even though because he's like John, he tries to be intimidating, but he it always feels in that scene that he still knows he's in danger. Mm. You know, John Wick is in a fucking chair. He's surrounded by people. He's Time tied up. down. He's back. But, it, it but he's leaning feels... forwards the entire time. Yeah. He's lent in while this entire conversation is going on. Yeah. And he's it is that, that assertive again. kind of, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And, and like I say, after that, when it all happens and he gets in the car, the be- one of the best things where he, he tells him, is like, if, so if, if you go for my son, you know, um, that's it, basically. He's like, call the... Call off the um, call off, off the the, the um, contract. Contract, that's it. Um, call off the contract. It's like, see, so you, I, you, um, I have your word that you're, you know, you'll leave me alone if I, uh, if if I tell you. It's like, yes. And then it's just, okay, he's here, but they know you're coming. It, it won't matter. I love that. It is the kind of, it won't matter. I know, I know they are, and it won't matter. Of like, he's just walking into what he knows the war zone and just doesn't give a shit. Um, and then we have, for me, one of the most satisfying kills, because the next scene you almost think is the end of the film, but it's one of the most satisfying and satisfying bits of film ever, because so many times, so basically John Wick obviously goes along and, um, and kills everyone that's looking after the sun. He takes him out by, by you know, he's, he's doing headshots from the other fucking buildings. He's doing his sniper stuff and he just takes them on. But then one of the best things about it is, is that in a lot of other films, when something like this would happen, he'd, you'd torture the person. You'd make a big speech. You'd do something like this. All you see of John Wick is this guy is running the fuck away. He's, he's far in Craw- front and John crawling. Wick fuck away well no, he, well no he's running at one point and then yeah. John Wick just shoots him in the stomach he drops and he just walks up to him and as Alfie Bo's character is saying it was just a fucking bang and he just walks away and that's yep. it and that is so fucking perfect it's, it's so yeah, perfect it, you kind of expect it's again probably a little bit spoilery for what then comes up later, but you kind of get that feeling of like, oh, he's gonna do something and then then somehow it's gonna come up, it's gonna end up with a fight between the two of them. You just expect it, it's an action film, it's gonna happen. This is the guy who's done fucked up. The revenge is coming, it's gonna be some big, massive no, two shots done, fucks off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that because it's like you are nothing to me. You you fucking killed my dog, you die. There's no, there's no mucking about. There's no giving you some speech. It's you die now. And it's just so, it's so perfect because that's what would happen. Yeah. If, you, if you've got some, you know, some psychopath that is literally going through an entire mob to get to you, it's like, uh, you're dead. But then, of course, then there's, we start to have the kind of the wrap ups um, after that. And that's when uh, Willem Dafoe is actually has his moment. Uh, but we also we also learn what happens to Perkins, and this mm. is also what makes Ian McShane seem a bit more dangerous, because of course Perkins <laughs> Perkins has broken the continental rules, and so is called to a meeting. Ian McShane basically says, "You are now excommunicado," and starts to walk off. And as he walks off, a circle of assassins is coming and shoots her. <laughs> it's just like, oh. 
So that's what happens if you do business in the continental. And it's just like he's, it's the fact that he just walked off. It's just like, you're excommunicado. Your, your privileges are removed. That's the, that's the thing. That must be the, the worst thing to ever hear if you're in the continental is your privileges have been revoked. But mm-hmm. shit, run. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, just run. What time run. was that plane again? <laughs> yes. it's, it's, that's the most dangerous thing, I think. Um, but that's what, that's, that's when you kind of go with the image of like, okay, okay, you're dangerous. Um, but then we have... I don't know if it's me, again, adding to a character change played from another film, Hot Rod. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, brilliant. He plays the dad in Hot Rod, which is a film, ironically, about a kid who wants to be a stunt guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like, he becomes like, wants to be kind of like an evil Knievel, kind of does it all himself, injures himself constantly and shit at it. Right. Um, but it's one of my favourite quotes of all time. Is he, He's the stepdad or the father kind of figure to him and he kind of walks in the house and he beats him up when he walks in the house this kid and he tries to sneak up on him to get the advantage and try and hit him from behind and he ends up throwing his kid into the floor with the phrase never sneak up on a man who's been in a chemical fire (laughs) 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 or never try and sneak up on a man who's been in a chemical and that uh, the second i heard that i was like right i'm stealing that and adding that as my favorite quote ever <laughs> so, so random but so good but but that I, character it was a weird bizarre character but at the same time it was kind of like kind of cool but kind of like yeah, don't fuck with him <laughs> see and that adds to I think weirdly look shane as a person from his previous films to me and see, then being in john wick you see <laughs> like i have adding. a comparison i have a comparison that a lot of people are going to think is fucking weird See if I can find but again, I mean, this is like you <laughs> referencing up, but I think this works. To me, if we're gonna, um, if we link him to someone who is um, like that kind of feel, it's Doctor Who. It's um, it's the bit where he says to um, Madame Cavornian because Madame because Kav- he's he's trying to tell um, the person he tells uh, is Colonel Runaway of oh look I'm I'm um, I'm angry now. Uh, I really don't know what's going to happen. And you have Madame Cavordian say, um, the anger of a good man, a good man is not something to fear. Good men have too many rules. And then um, Doctor Who just saying, um, I, good men don't need rules. Today is not the day to find out why I have so many. And that, that gives me the same feel as Ian McShane in this, of like, I have, I have rules, don't test me on them. It's that kind of, you don't want to know why I have these rules. I am a dangerous person. Fuck off. <laughs> like, it's weird because uh, Doctor Who isn't necessarily somebody that um, in most of the time you, you think of as being <laughs> dangerous. But in that scene, he seems like literally the most dangerous person in the universe. So to me, that's where you, that's for me, because it's the idea of rules. It's the idea of like, there's something in the background you don't know about. Um, and, and Ian McShane's character in this is completely um, gentle. He's a gentile the entire way through. He's never seen, and that's I think that was that's what makes him um, the very first to... part of this clip is it's just so good. I will I will I will get that <laughs> in, into the final edit. I will put that in. Um, so but, so that's the thing about about it as well is that for 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 me with with um, Ian McShane's character is he's just so calm, and that's what makes him seem more dangerous. That's oh, what, yeah. I, I don't know if that's just a British thing, but you don't. It's, I think it's inbuilt into the British psyche of like hard men, of 
it you don't give a shit about the ones that shout in the mouths off. Yeah, uh, like like Alfie Bo's character, you don't little little dogs making lots of noise. Yeah, (laughs) the ones you're you're scared of are the ones that say very few words, but with them say a lot. And usually Um, sigh before they get pissed off. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. There's actually I think there's a thing on TikTok where um it's a there's a guy talking about um people not to not to mess with um and one of them is something like that. It's it's the kind of the person that's really trying not to fight you. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Obviously, we, we find out from Ian McShane. And then this next bit, the bit that ends the film, it's, it's good, it's fun, but it seems like the fucking stupidest thing you could ever do. So Vigo has been let off. You know, he's killed the son. That's it. Vigo's done. Vigo is safe now. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and kills and then- Willem Dafoe. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? You know, because he found out obviously Willem. You Defoe had his word. <laughs> yeah. You found out Willem Dafoe had helped him. You, you know, you, you've, you've done that. Fucking let him off. You, the guy has just killed your entire organization. He's killed your son. Nothing, nothing you threw at him stopped him. Mm-hmm. You yourself were scared shitless of him and sent every man um, you could think of at him, and he killed them all in one fucking night. What in the name of God are you doing? It's, yeah. uh, and I've seen this on a lot of other reaction um, channels as well, where you just go, why at this point, if you're against John Wick, would you just not go, no, I'm good. Again, I'm what out. time was that flight? Yeah, <laughs> it's, the, it's the weirdest thing. Um, I used to again, run the city, now I'm off. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, because it's, what do you think is going to happen? Like, you must know. You must know. If you kill the person that you've set up as being a mentor for John Wick, that you're fucked. Like, it's just stupid. It's yeah, just it, stupid. Obviously, Willem Dafoe kills a couple of people beforehand because, you know, he's meant to be a good assassin or whatever. But even they didn't seem... I mean, Willem Dafoe fair, doesn't do... For that scene, I think he did all right. He did all right, scene. but all right for someone that doesn't know a lot. Like, to, to me, he's meant Again, to he, be yeah. the person they came to. That's the difference. Is Perkins took the contract. Willem Dafoe... They went to. They went to, to first. Yeah. So he's meant to. He really. He should be someone that the second you got near him, he should have taken out three or four guys, and then it's just sheer force of numbers is the reason you have him. That's why what it should be. But it was just he. He killed himself. He ended up taking the gun and killing himself. Um, but of course, it was basically Vigo killing. But he killed himself. Um, and because there's a comment by Vigo at the end of like going out on your own terms, even now or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then we just see Vigo, I think, realizing what has happened, what he's done. And it just seems like he's gone mad. For the end of the film, all he does is laugh as John Wick just comes at them. He just laughs like, like I a kind of joker. I think, again, the Joker reference is quite a, a good thing, I think, for that because he's just lost his kid. Mm. And he's now dealing with the fact that he now knows for a fact his son is dead. Yeah, because it's John Wick. Because <laughs> it's John Wick. And by that point, someone's fucking confirmed it more than likely. They, someone yeah. has gone to where he was, seen that the place is blown to kingdom come in various places, vehicles, and probably found him on the floor yeah. and sent a text or given him a call of, yeah. He, he's dead kind of, yeah. kind of that en- enough time I reckon has elapsed for that kind of thing to have happened yeah because you can see by the number of cars and people driving he still has some guys left 
Not many, yeah. but some. Although one of them appears to be basically his accountant. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the comedy, comedy, side, the comedy sidekick accountant. <laughs> yeah, that's the weird thing that, like, I know that they've got to have an accountant, but or, or they've got to have someone like that. But he's the he can't it, use a gun. The middleman who's kind of yeah. Yeah, he's he's, a, he's an interestingly weird Soccer choice. Soccer mums in America know how to use a gun. Why the fuck doesn't this guy who's doing the books or making a ca- making yeah. bookings for the mob? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, yeah, you're right in that he's he's, he's lost his son. So he, at that he's point, he kind of he's he's lost most of his people. He's got loads of his money. All the, again, all the like dirt and influence he had on people in the city, judges, and God knows what else. Yeah. Like, his entire life's work is down the piss of at this point his kid's dead john wick he's now just realized that someone's been killed that john wick's probably gonna get really pissed about um <laughs> yeah and he's probably just gone <laughs> i'm fucked <laughs> and snapped I mean, it, 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 I th- well yeah i think he, he he just has snapped he's just gone with the idea of like i shouldn't have done that um, he's like, what's it's the, the tiktok uh, sound of <laughs> i'm in danger <laughs> yeah with, um uh, ralph, ralph wiggum Ralph Wiggum, yeah, yeah, Simpsons, yeah, it yeah. is, it is. It's that, it's that bit because, I, and I think I've, I think you do when, when you, I think if you're in the depths of of hell, then then laughing is the only way out, which is why again it's the Joker thing of like, I no longer care, so I'm just gonna laugh, um, because it's he he starts to play like games with this the guy that we we're saying is an accountant I don't know what he's meant yeah. to be but he's like give me a gun Vigo and he's just like play playing with him about it and you're like dude you're you're in serious danger <laughs> like the good the good thing as well is that one of the cars is knocked off of a 20 foot drop and doesn't explode thank you it yep. wouldn't fucking explode thank you he's not Michael Bay um don't let Michael Bay film in your town. He will blow it don't up. Don't let Michael Bay ever go near John Wick. <laughs> Just don't do it. Uh, that's, um, never, that's never going to happen, I reckon. <laughs> no, I would hope not. Um, Bloody hope not. Uh, yeah, that would be that would be very bad. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's he has just gone insane. The bit that I find weird is that they then fight. And much yeah. as you know that that John Wick is always going to win... Vigo can fight and it, it doesn't seem right. It, it like it, it does kind of have a bit again. This is another one of those moments where it has like a mild disconnect to me. It's like there's clearly a very large age difference between the two of them. Yeah. As like, and it's kind of like, okay, yeah, this guy can fight, but he's not as quick as he used to be. Yeah. So John Rick, again, not exactly in his prime. You know, no, I, mean, I don't know how he's fucking retired. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how old we're meant to think John Wick is. I mean, in real life, he's nearly 60. <laughs> um, yeah, he was like 56 or something stupid like that yeah, when he was he doesn't this. age, he's a vampire. We've, we, I mean, people have said this. Keanu is immortal. Um, <laughs> dot com, <laughs> but yeah, it's I think he's like late 30s, 40s, I reckon. Yeah, for like the film is you know, he's at that point where he's in a he's in a he's on a line of work where not many people fucking retire. <laughs> Yeah, kind of yeah. and and he's retired and come back. So you know, but he he should be again. He's a little rusty, but he's just spent 24, 48 hours rehoning some skills. Yes, and he is he's managed to go through your entire thing. Now, yeah. the one thing I do like is that um, they didn't make Vigo into a martial artist. 
Oh yeah, I yeah. really appreciate that. The fact he's not—he's not some Carly Screamer, you know, knife fighting legend. Yeah, it's not Daniel Asanto. It's not. It's not like <laughs> you have now reached the boss level. It's not that you're defeated the final um, wave. <laughs> he yeah. just literally—he does exactly what you would expect a scrappy, a scrappy brawler kind of. Yeah, I can, I can, I can't really box, but I can box. boxing exactly. with a knife in his hand. <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of thing of like I can't box because I haven't got you know I haven't really got my hands. I've just got them here, but I'm 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 a brawler. I'm gonna fuck. It's a, it's a street fight. It's a pub brawl. Yeah. That's that I appreciate the fact that they didn't make him. They didn't try and make him into some kind of let's spin around it. Uberminch kind of yeah. <laughs> it was just no hands up. I'm gonna fucking punch you and I'm gonna stab you. It was yeah. it was what you'd expect from Peaky Blinders, which is that's fine. That's yeah. that's what I expect from a tough. You know, he's going to be a tough guy in in a city in America that's yeah. raised to the top of mob bosses. So yeah. guns and punching people, I'm cool with that. That makes sense. The assassins are the, the ones mobsters, that are going to get a fight. Mobsters aren't trained fighters. No. That's they're why you buy the assassins. They're survivors. <laughs> that's why they pay people who are trained exactly. to do shit. Exactly. So that's a very very good good yeah, thing that, that they've done I, with I, that. Character choice that worked. But yeah, yeah that definitely works. But why the hell can he stand just, up for that long against yeah. John Wick? I, mean, I don't know whether they're maybe saying John Wick at this point is so fucking drained. exhausted and just I mean, bleeding. By this point, has he slept for more than five hours? <laughs> has he slept? I mean, <laughs> he's clearly slept because you know he's been woken up at one point. But how oh, yeah, long well, did true. he get yeah, to yeah. sleep? Yeah, he's got. How, but, he came back, got patched up, maybe a couple of hours at mm. best. I mean, and is then, that what they're trying to say? But it's, I don't know, it just seems, to it, me, yeah, it, what it should have been is... Something just felt off. Yeah, because he gets a couple of shots. Now, they're not great shots, but he gets a couple of shots against John Wick. And what I would have liked it to have been is it just being a lucky hit. Job. And it never felt like it was lucky. It felt like he was meant to be able to do it. And you're like, hmm. no, it should have just been a lucky it hit. Kind of, like, it sort of almost felt like he was letting him... Get some stuff in while playing with yeah, your brain, yeah, I suppose. I, mm, yeah, it's like I mean, I'm literally just scrolling for him. But I mean, he literally gets stabbed. Just... He, he lets him stab yeah. himself. Like he yeah. he lets himself get stabbed yeah. so that he can get a like, knife. Which is like the first half of his fight. He's right. doing what you're doing. In, a knife just in fight, case, because controlling the weapon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just know that there's someone on fucking YouTube that says it's a good idea. Don't ever do that. Don't ever fucking do that. Don't ever let someone stab you to get their weapon. Um, if you're going to put the knife somewhere <laughs> safe, put it in someone else. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, there is that there is that bit where he's just like, okay, fine, just stab me, and then I'll just take it, and he continues. But yeah, it's a very creative way of. I've literally got to that point. I've literally got to that that moment where he 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 does um what bloody hell was the name of the film? Gamer, gamer yeah. with um Gerard Butler. The whole look at the knife, look at the knife, think of the knife going into you. And he kind of just looks at it at that moment and he goes, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> and then breaks his arm. You could have broken his arm before you decided to shank yourself with a knife. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you've got that much control, you could have taken him to ground, which is what I would do as a knife defense person. I mean, I have control. Going back to your initial point about the one thing you liked, that sweep stroke, you know, sweep kind of hip throw kind of thing yeah. in that. He's in the same bloody position that movement started from. <laughs> Lift and up, no reason sweep, drop. Yeah, and he did it to an assassin, but he can't do it to Vigo. It's very strange. I d maybe he's being nice to his old boss. I don't know. Yeah, it, it feels a bit showing off. pity for the fact that yeah, I just killed your son. Something just yeah. 
I mean, it would have almost, a... it's, I don't know, it would have almost been, been better if out of the shadows, Ian McShane had appeared. And, and blew it had been, <laughs> well, no, and it had been, oh, actually, the real boss is Ian McShane. And it would have, it would have felt, I felt odd, but at least you'd have gone, okay, now this is like a, a boss level. Like you would have felt I right, almost, like of... something like, I almost would have preferred a scene of, again, going to the Ian McShane thing, a scene of Ian McShane talking to someone on a phone and then Vigo being sniped from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It would have felt more kind of, again, I'm not, plot wise and story wise, I'm not a bloody writer. I, it's not my specialty or my forte. My forte is falling over. <laughs> And anyone out there, mine is hitting people. Um, <laughs> he hits me up all the time. But yeah, it's, I kind of, that fight just, it lacked something other than martial sense in a couple of places. Um, but it, yeah, it just kind of, it was a big moment. It kind of gets a bit slow-mo and kind of, you know, energy's draining. And I mean, they, they end up sitting down talking to each other afterwards. It's that kind of, they have a small chat as one of them bleeds out. <laughs> Yes. I mean, and I do like the way that he that, killed him. That's the point. Well, I would have, at that point, I would have liked just to hear this, just to see this, and then hear a shot from somewhere in a building behind them. <laughs> just as a like, yeah, fuck it, he's dead. Um, well, I mean, it, it does come, come just on to the idea yeah. in, in the yeah, second yeah. and third one of why that could have been a possibility. But, um, but, but yeah, it I is just, a little strange. Something about that last fight just, it just, it felt a bit, yeah, I mean, that's feel, the thing. With, it felt, with didn't feel films, good. It's never got it, you can't get it perfect. The, yeah. This is a very, very good step up, and it is one yeah. that is. It was not and what, for a directorial the, I mean, debut as well. This was not meant to be a hit. <laughs> I mean, this is the biggest thing about this film. Yeah. It was not meant to be a hit, and yeah. no point was it meant to be a hit. So, um, and obviously, then all we see is John Wick breaking into a vet, um, or, or whatever it's meant to be, a pound or something. Um, yeah. so just take, getting a, bet, a load yeah. of. Yeah, getting a load of um, drugs and and basically putting himself back together, um, because actually I think the film originally started with Starts him with bleeding out, and then it's almost an entire um, look Previously back. On. You kind of forget yeah. that, yeah. Um, but then it's him the first, at the end, yeah. kind of looking the first at ten at seconds a, is the car rolling yes. into the building. Yeah, and it's just and the the end is him looking at his his phone and then him kind of. But you have that sense of him. He's it, it feels at one point. Like he's gonna die, and that's gonna be. It was a one-shot film, and fine. But he he almost kind of goes uh, back to get back to like because uh, uh, he's watching a film of his wife when they were together, mm. and that kind of brings yeah. him back. And then he goes into the vets and patches himself up to a point. Um, gets one of the dogs that uh, I presume we're we're meant to think one of the dogs was gonna be put down or something. So he rescues a dog, and then it's like let's go home, and that's how it ends. So I mean it's. I, I think that's the bit that a lot of people were quite satisfied with. Like, oh, he's got a dog again. He's got somewhere to yeah. like, he's got somewhere to put his love and, and all that. He's got a dog again. A very different dog as well, which I actually quite oh, like. Totally different. Yeah. They, just... didn't, they didn't like repeat the fact of like, let's get a nice cute little puppy. It was like, no, 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 let's get, let's get actually what a lot of people would think is quite a, a rough looking dog. Yeah, it's, um, a staff, it's a staffy or something, isn't it? He's a staffy, isn't it? Yeah. And then it's, it, I say that. It. It's, it, I'm literally at that point. Just like, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, I mean, like like we said, there's there's so much of it. I mean, if we just kind of we we've kind of talked through yeah, it, I think it's if we stuff, just talk yeah. about it. And like I say, this film was not meant to be a hit. It was meant to be a like a, a let's do. Oh, we know Keanu because we did Matrix with him, so we can get a star in this. Yep. But not only did this create this 
John Wick, amazing character, bring a new genre to action and, and martial arts. But at the same time, it seemed to bring Keanu Reeves back because in, in actual, like he'd been in films, but what was the biggest film apart, like in the past 20 years he'd been in? It was The Matrix and that was it. Yeah, um, I mean, Tai Chi... But that wasn't uh, Man a big of Tai Chi. Was... Man of Tai Chi was, I think I said Tai Chi Zero earlier. Really. That was a completely different film. Man of, Man of Tai Chi. Yeah, <laughs> Man of Tai Chi. Was, was, wasn't that, that big. He did. No, he, he was did. It wasn't that well. big. Yeah, it wasn't a huge film. I mean, again, outside of the artists, uh, uh, no one's going to Success it. at the box office. He hadn't done Matrix, Matrix, Matrix. And the Matrix and then... was the early 2000s. I mean, Gen Zers will not remember yeah. it. 99, <laughs> 2001, and three, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's not like it was a long time ago for them to then come out. Because what this 2010, I think this or 2014, maybe was this? Uh, 15. 15. John Wick. So this is a long, this is literally about almost 20 years since the first Matrix film. 14. Um, which is the last one he was actually famous for because no one liked the other ones. Um, so 15, this, yeah. this out of nowhere, <laughs> this film that was just meant to be a let's let's get into directing suddenly is a massive hit. Um Keanu Reeves is now a whole a household name again. And it's just like, what in the name of God? And I mean, what, what do you think for you? What is the standout in this film? I, ooh, it's, I mean, as you know, what I'm going to say it, the fighting to me is one of the things that kind of, I loved and enjoyed about this film mm. as someone you know, who enjoys a good fight film. And, but at the same time, the world building was one of the big things for me. It's like the, that again, that whole that draw into what is this hotel? What are the coins? How do they get those yeah. coins? I, the whole, you know, why is it one coin for everything? Yeah, it's like this, this whole strange kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I've got fourteen dead bodies. That's fourteen coins. Yeah, this whole kind of like where? How does that economy work? Kind of thing. And then again, that one bloody doorman. <laughs> it's like. I think you should have the night off. What happened? How? Why? <laughs> we need more. That the drawing in of like the world building to me was one of those big things that I just enjoyed. And yeah, again, along with again the action, because again, it covers both sides of part of it is it has that kind of over-the-top Hollywood kind of, you know, the dramatic amount of number of people he kills that yes. I mean, really, that hot I mean, realistically, that entire fight scene in the club, he would have been dead for him, right? The second he started shooting, everyone would have swarmed him. Everyone would have swarmed him as an entire group. He might have taken a fair few of them out, but he would not have walked out of that out there. It just wouldn't have happened. The the idea of it, I suppose, is the shock value. Yeah, it's the shock value, and it's the he's that good kind of, which is and again, but it does that whole he is that good portrayal well. So you don't quite get as much of a, you know, that whole like. So it doesn't draw you out of the immersion as much as, again, certain Bond films or certain other action films do, where it's like, All oh, yeah, the Bond everyone. Daniel Craig. I can't saying, stand him as Bond. Saying um... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of certain. I'm Roger Moore. Um... <laughs> but, so, Roger Moore was probably nearer to the books, but yeah. Um, um, to a degree, yeah, but it's like certain things like, yeah, oh, I'm I'm going to hide behind this one pillar and take out 17 people before I move. And. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of movement from John. Wick. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, it is one of those things for me. Again, I think the 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 clear difference in fighting 
is definitely yeah. something that I think draws martial artists in. Mm. Um, every martial, everyone I've, I've spoken to that, that has a background in martial arts has said about it because it's it, as much as it may not be that visible for everyone else, it really is for us. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a standout say, film for that. When when you have the things like um, that scene when he's just able to, to do the leg sweep and he's just and you wouldn't see it from Tom Cruise for instance the the other person we were saying that does all the stunts he wouldn't be able to do it because he doesn't have that training Keanu Reeves hmm. put himself through hell to be able to do something that okay is it becomes standard after a while in 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 things but for someone that's not that doesn't know anything that is not and that's a lot of work. Um, to to know how to, to to fall, to know how to move, all of it. The the the, the way he positions his body is way better than what mm. um, everybody else yeah. is. When he's moving from person to person, yeah. everything is mm. just on point of what you expect. Even his even his defense against knives, when he's actually he's not going. Oh, let's loop around. Let's take this. Let's let you take out my yeah. fucking arteries. You know, he's not doing what. Before he stabbed himself, but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, other than that, but yeah, but yeah. Again, as you said, the start of that fight where the guy, you know, where Vigo comes in with the knife, takes hold of you know the delivery system and the weapon of the guy's entire arm with yep. both hands, and he's controlling him and keeping away at arm's length at a distance and an angle. Yep. How you would want to control it and you know move it away for Hollywood purposes. I was going to say because in, in reality, purposes. where they are right then, he could probably find a pipe and just. Batter the um, chef, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. grab an equalizer. Um, I mean, in, in, table, in, in, his, yeah. in his kitchen, there isn't anything bigger necessar necessarily because yeah. that is the biggest knife, or whatever. Again, because um, his house has nothing in it. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing for me, other than the frying me, pan, that was a brilliant bit. Well, yeah. The other thing for me <laughs> is not so much the world building; it's the John Wick building. It's the mm. who the well, hell? I, I, is I this kind of guy? count that in as part of the world. Okay. It is the John. Yeah, Wick I mean, I, I. I do like the continental, Character, I do like all those yeah. other stuff, but for me, the, the standout is is the fact that not only do they build him up, but he but then with the martial arts, he you go, oh, okay, this is who he is. The martial arts and the and the gun control and everything like that. Because mm. he is just, as I say, with all other films, it's always we've taken doubt out your family and now you're coming for us, but we think we can beat you, we're gonna do this. This film complete and I cannot think of and I'm trying to, but I cannot think of another film where the 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 mob or the you know the whatever are actually actively scared of one man as much as in this film because in this film you're there going they are the entire mob of this city which i'm presuming is maybe meant to be new york or something they're petrified of one man like who the fuck is he meant to be yeah and one of the the best lines as well is the bubba yeager one that that's what really um separates it is um, well, John isn't exactly the boogeyman. He's the one you send to kill the fucking boogeyman. It was like, and again, you get the same response um, from Alfie Bowes he did from Vigo early on, which is, oh. And it's that kind of, that simple oh, where you just go, okay, this is, this is a thing now. This is, he's dangerous. There's, there's no, there's no two ways about this. John Wick is going to get all of you. Um I think that's that's definitely the film. The, the the thing about the film that no one else seems to have is that it's you're scared of the man before anything's happened. Like you said, I think it was 29 minutes in before anything actually yeah. happened. Yeah. So 29 about 30 minutes in. But before, you've been scared yeah. of him from like a minute in, like because you're just like, who is this silent? Like what what's going on? Like I, I mean, the the best little bit that starts to give it away is when 
um, Vigo's son, Alfie Bo, um, says something in Russian. And John Wick responds in Russian. And you're like, why? Why do you know Russian? (laughs) Something there. Um, And then it just, you know, it, it, it just descends into we need to run. Is, is effectively the entire mob going, we need to run. And I love the fact that Vigo knows his son's going to die. He, he literally knows because he's like, he, he makes that line of John will come for you and you will do nothing because you can do nothing. It's that he knows that, that, that his son's dead. He knows immediately that whole, the worried look when he asks, have you seen my son? Everything about it is that, that just building up to what John Wick's character is, is incredible. Um, where would you where would you put it in terms of action films of let's say the past 20 years so action film for one and then where would you put it in terms of martial arts films I mean it's going to be fairly high for both categories to be honest Um, and I'm talking uh, I I will specify this for anyone listening um, because I actually have checked, and we do have people from Indonesia watching. I mean, worldwide release films. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a terrible person to ask for this kind of question because I'm one of those people who, if you ask me for like my top ten films, and they ask me again for my top ten films in like a week and a half's time, they'd be <laughs> a completely different list. Um, but the, yeah, I mean, I think for this, at least in the martial arts side, you probably have a similar answer going forward, unless something comes out. Oh yeah, it's top five easily. Yeah, top five easily for me for martial arts again. Just especially the first one, um, because there's just there's so much. Again, as someone who does fight work as well, it kind of it ticks an awful lot of boxes for me as a martial artist and as a performer. And mm. it, yeah, and just again the fact that the sheer physicality of Keanu Reeves putting himself out there and doing as much of it as he can and doing as much of the action as he can. Yeah. And again, it's one of my favorite things about him as well is the whole everyone, every interview he does, people go, Oh, you know, what's it like doing your own stunts? And he's like, I don't do stunts. I do as much action as I can. Stunt men do stunts. And this is like, yeah. and he's one of these, he's one of those kind of the few people who will name their stunt double didn't in an pay, interview. Didn't he pay them extra during certain films because they yeah, didn't get enough? Yeah. So, yeah. So again, like The Matrix is another one where, like, you know, hmm. stunt crew and like, an awful lot of the actual like crew, behind the scenes crew weren't getting a massive amount of pay for The Matrix. And like over half, like more than I think it's like half of his paycheck for it. Just he's like, no, screw it, give it back to crew because you know without them, this film's nothing. <laughs> yeah, he is the one Hollywood. He is the one actor in Hollywood that if you went into a coffee shop in Hollywood, you might see. He seems to be the most humble actor in the world. Just on the street, on yeah, on a bus or on you know on the on the subway tram or yeah. whatever. He's know, the only person it has happened. <laughs> It's the weird thing of like he's the only he's one of the only actors that doesn't try and be a role model, but by definite by, by by default is. is um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think for me, obviously, I would put things like the raid up there. Um, yeah, the raid's quite of, up there. I mean, I have some arts. issues with the raids. Um, I mean that yes, there are. Um, but I'm thinking in terms of martial arts and who you have involved, you can't yeah. you can't really get. I mean, you, you, an you awful lot of Thai films are in my top five. Yeah. for martial arts. I mean, kind of, I mean chocolate is another one. I can't help the fact that... <laughs> at the same time, my... it's not because the amount of bloody stunt people have got injured in that film. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of issues with a lot of, especially if we move into the East with stuntmen getting yeah. um, 
yeah um but i mean world releases i think yeah you've got you've got the raid you've got um you've got ones like like john wick films you've got a few others that kind of get up there but i mean a lot of the others become b films hmm. that's the thing i think raid and john wick were meant to be b, b films they weren't meant yeah. to be at least in, in at least over here they weren't meant to be what they were but yeah. because of the fact that they were so on point with martial arts and with action people went oh okay this is cool um and went from there i think in terms of action i think it depends on how you look at action i think if you just want lots of lots of explosions then it doesn't get that high yeah, because no. you get michael bay blowing you know a, a if you want lens flares and explosions but, michael bay <laughs> yeah. um so for that but in terms of i hasten to say realistic because it isn't but it isn't in terms it of keeps as realistic, realism as realistic as an action film can get it's yeah. insight <laughs> it's it, as, as realistic as you can get while still trying to keep your main person alive and unstoppable I think it would be one of the ones that's up there because it's what it is. You know? um, I mean, one of my other ones for this is, you wouldn't expect me to be on there as a martial arts film, but um, Old Boy, purely for that bloody hallway fight. I have not seen I have not. Seen you have film. not seen it? Oh, it, it's very, I mean, as a, uh, martial arts wise, I mean, it's not a, he's not a martial artist, <laughs> but he just slogs his way through. I mean, um, you've seen the Daredevil series. Yes, yeah, yeah. The whole fight, the hallway fight they did in, I think it was season two, where he goes into the room and gets thrown out of it and then kind of like has a fight down the hallway. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was a very good homage in places too, that fight from Old Boy as well. And one of the few things I liked about the, the um, to a degree, about the remake of Old Boy was they tried to keep the whole, because it literally does, it's a side scroll across the length of the entire hallway as this mm. fight happens of him walking down it with 30 odd people in front of him and it yeah it's again it's it's a title packed hallway it kind of has raid kind of there's too many people in this room they're getting in each other's way only three or four people could feasibly actually hit him at a time well yeah i mean it's kind of so it has it's a realism but at the same time at one point kind of a small spoiler kind of thing he gets stabbed in the back at one point in this fight <laughs> and he's just kind of like just kind of looks at the guy he's holding a hammer <laughs> and he's just like looks at the guy and he's like now what? <laughs> and then just beats the shit out of more people with a hammer. And at one point, I think he takes the knife out of him. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, it's the, it's... What is it? the battle of Thermopylae type um, idea. Yeah, of, it, we're yeah. in a very small type of space. You may have 10 times the people we do. Yeah. But we know you have to come yeah. as one at a time. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's so well shot. It's just this one long slog through the entire, this yeah. entire hallway. And then obviously, um, the Tony Jar. The uh, was it Warrior King or where he does the entire four and a half minute fight sequence up the f entire building mm. running up the stairs that was done in one take, and they only it's, edited like two or three pieces. It's, I mean, those kind of films. Whenever you've got to basically go to the next level, I just think of Bruce Lee. Um, but I mean, Game of Death. But then um, obviously the people <laughs> he fought in, which is really hilarious because Bruce Lee was the person that changed the way that martial arts films happened. He basically said, "No, if you're in a film." you have to be a martial artist. That's how he started with Hong mm. Kong cinema. And yet um, we have uh, in Game of Death, there's a basketball player um, yeah. <laughs> who's just big and just, just um, long. But, <laughs> yeah, but that's it. But um, we're just, just to finish it off, what would you give it out of 10? I'd give it a solid eight, nine out of 10. Yeah, I think I, I'd give it, 
I'd probably give it a, a seven or eight. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a bit more cynical, but I'm going to give it a, a, probably about an eight. So I'm I'm on the lower eight, you're on the higher eight, basically. So um, I would say anyone that's out there, we have basically broken down the film. However, I would say it's still worth watching through because there oh, yeah. is so much more of the way that they act it out, the way that builds up and everything that we cannot give justice to in any way. I've quoted some of the bits from it, but it sounds very different. At one point, you were quoting along with the film while I was watching it <laughs> in time. And I was, just, I was just sat there just like, yep, yep. Oh, got that word wrong. Oh. <laughs> the, the advantages of a near eidetic memory. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I mean... I mean, you're I, talking to someone who knows the entire script to bloody um, Jurassic Park. Like, like, <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, give, give it a give it a, a watch, guys. It's it sounds very different when they're saying it than when I do. Um, yeah. But yeah, give it a go, and then they can act. Um, <laughs> yes, they can act. Definitely. We're not we we can't. <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> not good at that. But um, so yeah, definitely give it a watch. Uh, we will be back. I don't know if it'll be next week. I will try and make it. Um, well, it won't be next week, but the week after next, we're going to do these in the same um, as we do the normal podcast for Kick to Crotch, which is every other week. So this should be the week after next that this will come out. And then the week after the, the week after next after that, two weeks after that, we'll do um, Parabellum. Um, and then in a, in a year or two's time, we'll have a look at chapter four and chapter five, because there is going to yeah, be a four scary. and a five, um, which at what point it just seems like, uh, what do you do? Take on the entire universe? Are you get in a spaceship? And then the but series. And- <laughs> yes. So anyway, um, thank you very much for joining me, Tom. Uh, getting your expertise right. and they're the little things that I would have missed because I obviously don't have that um, experience. And um, thank you all for joining us. If there are any of you left and we will see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye.